and me and uh, another kid on the team, we're both coughing, uh, you know, after doing conditioning and sprints and shit, you know, mm-hmm. we're coughing and we're looking at each other like, hey, like, that's the blunt because we were smoking weed at the time, hella weed. So we yeah. just look at each other coughing like, damn, like, that's the blunt coming back, you know? Yeah. So then, like, we're done with practice. With the first practice, we're laying on, like, the trainer tables and Baron Davis is coming over to a table coughing up some shit, like, you know, spitting into, like, a little trash can, but he's coughing. Mm. And I looked at the homie and I was like, Baron be on the blunt too. And he was like... Oh, he heard you. And he heard me mm. and he was like, what you say? And I kind of looked over like, oh, what? You know, I was like, oh, nothing. Like, you, you good? He's like, no, nah, what you say before that? And I was like, oh, I was playing. I was like, I said, like, you hit the blunt or something like that. You know what I mean? And he was like, and he was like, I was on, laying on a trainer table and my boy's laying on the trainer table right here and he was like, yo, get up off the table, dog. Like, like, get off the table. You know, so I like, I sat him like, oh yeah, like you, you about to sit here. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to sit there. So I got up and I got sat on the corner of my boy's trainer table and he was like, no, 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 get up, get up. He's like, I'm, I'm sitting there too. Oh. And I was like, all right, dog. And he was like, dog. He's like, I ain't your dog. You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddy Korea. And we are back. Thank you for joining us once again on Thanks for the Invite podcast. We are back in Vegas. Lizzie and I took a little four-day weekend, got away to Salt Lake City, Utah, Provo, Utah, and it was pretty, pretty, pretty cool to get out of Vegas. Uh, Chico missed us quite a bit. We took MJ with us. So my buddy Ian Burford was uh, coming in, stopping by, checking in on Chico. So big thank you to him for doing that. Yeah, I'm very lucky to have an amazing friend like him to come out and do that for me. Uh, not a lot of people would take the time to do such a thing. But it was an amazing weekend, and we have to tell you all about it. We actually recorded a podcast, Lizzie and I, and I think it's going to be another swap cast. So we'll be posting that after this episode in a day or two. And we're going to talk all about the trip. So that was cool. But on this episode, I'm excited about this episode. This was a fun one. And uh, we have a returning guest for the third time, my buddy, Byron Charles Austin on Instagram. You could follow him, Byron Charles Austin. And he he's back on the episode. I was hanging out at LA Comedy Club, with, and I saw him and our other guests. And I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to have my other guests for a while. And since they're both friends, I was like, let's have them both on the podcast. This is going to be fun. So for the first time on the Thanks for the Invite podcast, I have my buddy Jimmy McMurrin on the show today. This was a very fun episode. We recorded for the very first time in the new thanks for the invite podcast studio we finally have it there it's ready to go it's almost fully set up i still have to work on soundproofing it there might be a little echo you might hear a little like wall you know echo on the on the audio but uh, it's it's ready and i'm so excited because we haven't really been recording with the way we used to record you know with the monitor and 
everything else like back then even though back then it wasn't really a studio we were just recording on my pool table but it felt like home it felt like we're doing it in a place where it belonged and in in the recent few years we've been doing it on the go very remote very mobile sometimes setting up dinner tables in the mic stands but now it feels like it's coming together so for the very first time in the new thanks for the invite podcast studio we have uh our guest today and my buddy ian couldn't make it on this episode but still uh it was a fun one so i hope you enjoy this one and let's go let's just play it let's do it let's get it on Uh. Yeah. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Are you gonna start rapping? <laughs> uh. Yeah. I just go for like two minutes. Yeah. Uh. Prayer and this bitch with Fred Correa. Uh, gotta get it loose. Uh huh. Couple shots of goose. Tequila, but it's reposado. People say bravo every time I come off the stage. Uh, uh. All right, that's it. Four bars. Four bars. There you go. For the fiends. There you go. All right, guys. In the, in the house, we have Jimmy McMurrin. Did I say it right? McMurrin? Did I yep. pronounce it right? You killed it, bro. You know, you pronounce my last name the right way. That's cool. Korea. Yeah, that's the way That's the way you're supposed How to say it. How do people usually say it? I go with Korea because it's too... It's just it, people... It's, it looks too hard for people. Too many R's. Really? It's only two. It's only two. People say Carrera, Corey. Well, I mean, and even... Carrera. To, I mean, to that degree... People mispronounce my name all the time, and it and like how do they it say pisses it? Pisses me off. They say this is the big one that pissed me off. People will say Jimmy McCurran, McCurran, as if there's not a big ass cap second capital M. Yeah, they just yeah. completely skip past the second capital M. They just say Jimmy McCurran, uh, and that shit it bothers me. Bro. It you bothers you. Yeah, get your respect and make them respect that. Second I know. M. Well, and it's okay to like. Yeah, I've had, there's been instances, but I mean, even even last week, they told me to go on and plug uh, 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 Willie Barsena's uh, Midnight Show mm-hmm. at the Strat, and I went up and I said, hey guys, also stick around, we got a Midnight Show with Willie Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. no, said that? I said it, and, uh, and, and mind you, he's sitting back there too. Yeah. So I come off and I go over to Byron, and, and Byron's there, <laughs> and, and I see Byron, and I see Byron. And he goes, he goes, you fucked his name up. Oh. And I was like, and I was like, oh shit. And then I look over at him, and they're all like laughing, kind of over there. And I go up to him, and I'm like, bro, like I, I apologize. And he was like. It's, it's cool, good, man. Bro. It's good, man. He's like, it's good. It's and good, like, bro. I think I, I think I played it as well as I could have. Yeah, yeah. Like by the end, he he was uh he, he wasn't tripping. I saw him like after that, and he was cool. So, but like, yeah, well, he I, he wouldn't trip over a, a mess up of the name. I don't know. I just felt like I don't know you why. Never know. I don't know. I don't know why Barcelona was such a hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> Barcelona was such a hard fuck up. Like it wasn't even close. Oh, it wasn't shit. even close. But I don't know how that was what I ended up saying. But That's hilarious. Vacation. Yeah. So I'm not. So I'm not exempt either from messing up somebody's last. So we got Jimmy Barcelona McMurrin in the house. Yeah. FBC <laughs> and the return of Byron Austin. Yeah. From Houston. Ish. We found out last episode. Houston ish. I, I, I've never repped Houston because I never lived in Houston. Mm-hmm. From Angleton, Texas. Angleton, Texas. It's like 40 miles south of Houston. Okay. You hit the coast back up 15 minutes. This is your third third uh, spot here. You guys love uh, me. Thank we you. love you, man. Everybody loves you. Wow. It's hard yeah. to not. It's hard to not. Yeah. So, certain people are just very disarming. You know, and very just approachable, and then just like approachable, and very like you know. Once you talk to him, it's like, yeah, I love Byron Austin too. Yeah, oh, thanks. No, when I saw you guys at the club, nice. what, what what night was it? Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. I saw you guys there, and I was like, man, that'd be cool if I had both of them on because I always see you guys together. I didn't know you guys were like best friends. Are you like best friends? I, I, you could kind of put it like Did that. I just make to, it awkward to a degree. No, no, no. I'm saying like, but like that's my that's my that's my oh, ace. Man. That's yeah. the, that's my road dog, yeah. especially in this comedy shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's yeah. my sure. and and you know that's really all I'm worried about anyway. So. Mm-hmm. It basically cool. did become like you know. It makes it easier. To it makes it easier because it's just like I know I know who I'm I know who I'm riding with you know and it's yeah I'm riding with Byron for sure. That's cool, man. Yeah, because before the podcast we were talking about it, you guys do riding sessions. Yeah, yeah, and all that. But yeah, so I saw you guys on Tuesday. I'm like, man, I, I need to see if they want to come on the podcast. You guys were down short notice. Yeah, man, that was dope. Thank you, guys. Well, no, I told you, I told you when you asked me, you were like. Yo, do you do like like podcast things? And I was like, I'm and, like, I was like and I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> are you are you asking me if I'd like to come on <laughs> your podcast? Like I said, bro, I've been I've been doing this shit like three years now. Like, yeah, I was like I said, I was patiently waiting. I was like, I wasn't gonna be like, yo, Freddie, man, you never have me on your cast, bro. <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, when the time is right, when I've earned it, Freddie gonna ask me to be on his podcast. Oh, it's not about earning it, just. So just when you asked me cool. though, when you even just brought him, I was like, before you even asked me, I was like, are you asking me to be oh, on the podcast, dope. bro? I'm I'm on, bro. Let's well, just, get it. That's that's uh, it feels good. Like, thank you, man. It makes me feel good. Like. That you thought about it, you no, know, I have. That's you. awesome. No, I'm just saying, I seen it. And it was just like you know, I, that's nice. Yeah, I appreciate, it, bro. That's thank, thank you. Uh, you know, it's um, it's one of those things where we didn't really book anybody for obviously the what happened last year. Something weird happened. Something last year. crazy. Was Something going crazy on last year. And then uh, we just didn't book people. And then until recently, uh, black people. Got so it's shot. kind of making a comeback. Were you doing? <laughs> you didn't host a podcast because <laughs> black people got shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. what it was. I think he was talking about some sort of influenza that was going around. Oh, I think sorry. that's what he was referring to. Were you were, were you doing the podcast by yourself? Yeah, for, through the whole time. Yeah, there were some remote ones. I did some with like a buddy from England, a uh, friend from Canada. Like there, that's one of the things that came out of the whole lockdown is that people um, there was innovation in the podcast world. Yeah, people doing a lot of Zoom podcasts. How long have you been doing this particular podcast? Twenty thirteen. Wow. Yeah, that's a nice little while. Yeah, it's like how many you know, episodes? Like three hundred something, right? You know, I should be more than that. Uh, I'm actually like around two sixty something. But yeah, I kept it going through the whole 2020. Yeah. I was doing solo casts, just fucking picking up my phone, just recording my thoughts and just putting it out there, and people listen to it. 
I'm yeah. like, all right, you guys like the solo cast too, cool. Yeah. But but yeah, man. So it's it's cool that you guys are on it. Um, and and you're here now. So I appreciate Ian Burford. My my co-host couldn't make it. Shout out to Ian B. Yes, Shout sir. Was Ian. excited to meet him. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Cool. Well, we would have yeah. been we would have been yeah. down a mic. Is what it looks like. Yeah. So he'd have just been kicking it over there on the weight bench. I just didn't put it up since he wasn't coming. <laughs> he would have been working out over there. Times in every once yeah. in a while, you know what? He's right. He's here He's from right. the back. I'm trying to go for that Rogan, uh, Rogan studio. You know, like the podcast dude. You know how you always hear yeah. he has a bow and arrow, right? Fucking a workout gym. And Are there tools in that toolbox? Absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. Now, me and Jimmy were talking. We were walking up. We were disappointed in your lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bad Mexican. Yeah. It's exactly mm-hmm. yeah. what we said. Basically, what we said. I was just said, you yeah. know. I said, you know. I'm glad you, know, you said it first, but <laughs> I had the car. And I said, you know. I said, you know, for a Mexican, you should have just parked on the lawn. Uh, yeah, I could have. I mean, I could have. <laughs> you should just jump the up. curb. It wouldn't have been disrespectful. <laughs> that's what. Oh, maybe no. that's what it. My, I didn't. That's see what it. it's, it's for. Made for driving. It's made on the for lawn. extra parking. It's extra parking. Okay. Okay. See, so, so I say less for the barbecues. We're not even thinking on a level. Yeah. We're not even thinking. We're not even on that level. That's exactly. some, and even that's like deeper rooted <laughs> in the Mexican culture where it's like, we're going to yeah. do parking. Like, you know, what I mean? a lot of people coming through to a Mexican bash. Oh, yeah. You got a lot of people coming. So you don't see Apache Mexican you can yard. Fit, you you can, see the bear. Yeah. <laughs> or it's lush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I let that shit die last year. I let it go. I'm like, man. Fuck it. I, I, I was paying. Can fit two El Caminos on this shit right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just extra F1. engine parts laying around. <laughs> you put an F-150 in that bitch, man. Here was my mindset last year. I'm like, I'm going to figure out ways to save. I was paying a pool guy 100 bucks a month. You got to do that, though. That pool looks great. Yeah, but I was like, I think I could do this shit. And oh. then I was paying the landscaper guy. And I'm like, I think I could do that shit too. And then Should've next thing you know, landscaper. I was spreading myself thin, bro. No, but So I had to choose one or the other. You're like, I'm going to do the pool, obviously. I went with the pool. And then you're like, fuck the lawn. Like, I, I don't yeah, care I'm about like, my neighbors. I don't care. I don't like, hang in the lawn. I don't, I don't hang <laughs> yeah. in the lawn. I don't go to the lawn when I'm hot. I'm in the backyard <laughs> with it. I'm in the backyard with it. Yeah, so my thinking was, all right, I'm going to go with artificial turf. Just, yeah, just throw some. I'm that's just what everybody in Vegas does anyway. I got artificial, Why waste water? I got artificial in my backyard yeah. for the kids to frolic around. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a it's, good thing, but it's also kind of the, it's one of the things about Vegas, Vegas that I just noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, if you got a lawn out front, you got money. Yeah. For the most part mm-hmm. in Vegas. If I'd you got a lawn... That's pretty. That's consistent. You got some bread. If you got lawn in Vegas, it's kind of like fucked up. I, I like, think it's oh, I, like, oh, this shit's real. Oh, oh. I think it's kind of fucked up. You got real grass in Vegas, though. Like, Yo, I stepped on a stick. What the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> you really don't need to have grass in Vegas. Though. You don't. You really don't. You don't need to have grass. Period. Nah. Grass is for golf courses. In yeah, grass is fucking yeah. overrated. <laughs> yeah, grass is overrated. Low key. What At a park. Overrated. Who? Grass. Grass, yeah. Eh. At a park, it's like, yeah, you want to take your kids, you want to have grass, grass at a nice park. Nice though, man. Just is to it? like walk barefoot through some nice, lush grass. Is it's it? nice. Not it with is. the red ants. Stay Not away with from the, the red ants. That you seen the red ants in Vegas? They're I, everywhere. I haven't seen any. They're half black, half I haven't red. Seen any wildlife whatsoever in Vegas? Really? It's the desert. You haven't seen no scorpions yet. I haven't seen a scorpion. How long yet? you live here, Jimmy? I mean, I moved here. My parents moved here when I was like six months old. Yeah. And then I was here all the way up until I got out for like two years for college and then came back and 
back ever. Your whole life. His yeah. whole life. So, so wow. essentially my whole life. Yeah. What do you know about the ants? The ants are everywhere. Well, we always had bug people, so you know we were we was we was keeping that shit locked up. Damn, that was a flex. That's money right that there. Is a flex. No, because this is the thing though. But this is why because I don't fuck with like yeah. spiders and scorpions and that. Like yeah. that shit. I'm. I got. I'm like. I'm. I got a fear of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Like if the spider's anything bigger than like and something I, I could just slap with my hand. Yeah. Like. Not it's, a, a it's a deal to me. I got to work up the courage yeah. to slap a big spider. Now, do you feel bad because you're squishing the spider or are you just well, like afraid that it no, might do something? No, my thing is this. If it's inside my house, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's, in, it's encroaching upon my territory. Mm-hmm. It's, it's trying to take my family. Basically, yeah. Like it's, it's invaded mm-hmm. my space. Yeah. You're inside my home. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not going to let that go down. So like yeah. <laughs> the spider should have fucking rung the doorbell. Yeah. No, I'm just, no, no, I'm just saying like, bro, like, like I said, I understand like maybe outside would be one thing, but if it's yeah. inside the house, bro, you got to go, man. You squish it. It's me or you. You squish it. You got to go. Cause yeah. you never know what spiders jump. Oh, and what yeah. don't so it'd be one thing to try and like you know get it on a piece of paper to like put it outside or something but i don't know if this shit jumps i don't yeah. know if it's poisonous i don't know yeah. nothing about you bro it's like when you try to kill yeah bro yeah bro find out that motherfucker fly <laughs> exactly so i'm saying like i'm not taking no chances prepared. i'm not taking no chances as far as i'm concerned you're an intruder in my house yeah and you got bad intentions, in my opinion. I feel if that. it's a different kind of like, you like gonna a, lay eggs? Like you, you can don't lay just eggs? Kill spiders while they're walking on the sidewalk? No, that's, exactly. That's sadistic, but like, <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm, it is. Like you just kill animals while they're in their habitat. Like that's weird. I'm saying, even if it was outside, like you know, in like the bush area, and there's like a black widow somewhere, I'm probably gonna leave it alone. But like yeah. inside the house, that's, that's a body. It's a body. I'm a body dad <laughs> for my family. I like how he yeah. said that he's like from, from the Bronx and he has a body. That's a body. It's for, a body. Yeah, for my family. I'm going to put you on a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm doing this for my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I, my kids got to eat, Jimmy's man. kid just got a spider. Do you, do you leave it there so it could be an example for the rest of the spiders? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to wash the guts off. No. You know, I might, I might, I might do like the little quick like toilet paper, this is mash the- up, flush it. Mm-hmm. Best bug situation I've ever been in is Vegas. Texas, oh, yeah. is, oh. Texas is riddled with bugs. And I couldn't yeah. do it. Water I, everywhere. I, I couldn't like do it. My legs everywhere. I was wearing shorts at a picnic and, and no one was wearing shorts. Yeah. No yeah. one was wearing shorts. I, I was like, whooped your ass they whooped my ass. <laughs> they liked my blood. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then the cicadas. I saw yep, cicada yep, for yep. the first time. You ever see the really big, yeah, those big motherfuckers that yeah. hang out in the corner? Do they like, bite? What is that? Nah. They're scary, though. They look menacing. They're loud, and they look scary. They don't do anything. The big, like, Texas mosquitoes, like uh-huh. the ones that are, like, that big. Like, they don't even fuck with humans. They don't even go after your blood like regular mosquitoes. Mm. They're just big, and they hang out. You got the brown and recluse. You got, roaches, you got water bugs. You got beetles. You got, like, it's like... and. It, breeding ground for just yeah. life but out here i have like you don't have anything but anything that survives out here can probably kill you i got chased so by like i got <laughs> i got chased yeah. by a swarm of cicadas oh yeah yeah when Fuck. i was young here and, really? and they're not even supposed to be aggressive what'd you do uh i can't remember i feel like you did something to the cicadas it was something about it was a baseball or something that hit the tree and then uh, the next thing i knew you know you don't even see cicadas you just hear them Next thing I knew, there was a swarm chasing behind me. And I remember, like, vividly, I looked behind me, and I could, 
the cicada was so close to my face <laughs> that I was eye to eye with a cicada. Oh my god! Like I could see its eyes. You said it was pupils. I could see its eyes. Like it was like I turned and it was right here, and <laughs> and 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 I, I'm running down the house like six houses down, ch- getting chased by the cicadas. Jesus! And right as I got to the door, I slammed the door right before they got in. Dramatic. They, they, they chased you. I believe that Dramatic. too, bro. I've been. I, I, I've Dr- seen the way they Dramatic. try to. Dramatic. I think they do try to intimidate you. I don't know. They do. As far as I know, I think, yeah. Well, no, like things. you shook their environment. It was like this. Are. It was like this right here. Yeah. Like I turned around. <laughs> I turned around and that was right in my, right here. So I'm already scared. I'm like eight years old, you know. I'm already scared. And I turn around and see this right in my shit. Have you Damn. ever seen in Vegas, type this in. Have you ever seen a vinegaroon? Yeah. Dog. That sounds racist. Dog. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that bro, 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 the first time I saw a vinegaroon, I was probably 17 it's at this. Fucked and, we're, up, bro. and we're outside smoking weed on a patio, like me and some homies. I see With this vinegaroon. Dog. They look, they look like scorpions. They look bro. like beetle scorpions. Arachnids. Mm-hmm. So they're spider slash scorpions? Yes, literally. Look at them. Dog, I'd never seen it. Ew. I didn't know what it was. I had never seen one before. Wait, are they venomous? No. And I let out like spraying acid. I, I let out. Oh I, shit! I let out a shriek. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that. Oh, Ooh, that's a. I've never seen that before out here. Oh fuck you, man! You never seen that one? No. Nah. You seen those before? I've seen that. that. Spider. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That'd I know be, those that'd are. Be terrifying. I know those are uh, poisonous. But, but these, this one bro, right here. It looked like this one though. It looked like a chunky one. One of those <laughs> motherfucker was thick. Motherfucker was thick. Which one? Uh, this one. Yeah. That motherfucker like a had chunky one. That motherfucker had mad thorax. Big ass pinchers, like one of these ones. Any one of these. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I've and they're they're considered a spider, but they look like a fucking scorpion. Yeah, like what? Like those a pinchers, mix, bro. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, there was there was one in my house, and um, you met my dog Chico earlier. He, he killed was, that shit. He was growling at it. And Lizzie was like, what are, you, what are you growling at? And then he, she was, she didn't know what it was. And then she goes over by the entertainment center is right behind it. Like he saw it and there, like there's something in him that like this he shit knew, ain't right. He knew the shit ain't right. Yeah. Like in his DNA. You know what I'm saying? But also like he's a big ass dog. That's a yeah. small part. Yeah. Also part of him like didn't want to just attack. I yeah. don't feel like I should fuck with this right no, now. No, yeah. Like I'm a. This I'm, might get me. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm a see <laughs> what's up with this thing. Yeah. I'm going to start with a growl. Yeah. Yeah. Them shits is scary bro. And then um, yeah. She <laughs> she calls me all scared. I'm like well just kill it. Put in a cup. Put a kill cup it. over yeah. it. No fuck. What? And, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it, that bitch. she no. ended up spraying the Fuck out of it with some wasp spray. That's on, what, that's what, that, you can always do that. Mm-hmm. You guys don't have any chunklas laying around. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're like what is Lizzie too soft nationality wise. Salvadoran. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you Mexican or Mexican, Cuban, Jewish, everything? No, oh, you got a little bit Jewy in you. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Wow. Got some Jewy in me. Yeah. Nice. That's a that's yeah. a nice mix. Mexican, Jewish. Yeah, that's interesting. And mm-hmm. Cuban. That doesn't happen often. No. You're like a Harley ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really see that. I know. Somebody on both sides of the family had to be like I'm like a Mariah Carey. We're of, gonna uh, take the L. Seriously? On both sides. Like the Mexicans were like the Mexican yeah. side was like Nobody was happy. They gonna marry you Jewish? And then the Jewish side was like All right. I think there All was right. an affair. I think there was an affair involved. 
Okay. For the Jewish side. That makes more sense. Yeah, there's got to be an affair. Like something happened. Fucking's where, way easier than marrying. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know I feel like those cultures. I feel like a Mexican Jewish thing. Like just at 14, have the celebration, <laughs> and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 are you? What's your uh, parents' nationality? Oh, you know, bro, I don't background. You white, done the twenty three and me? White as fuck. I don't know. No. <laughs> We're like, white people. Uh, well, a lot of people, a lot well, of Jew, I mean, a lot I mean, of Jews are. They look white, but they're not white. Well, like, I'm you know, my last name. Jews McMurray, don't like to be called white. Some Jews nah. don't like to be called white. And they're not. They're really not. They're not. They're Jewish. They're like Israeli. They're, if they're white, they, they would have been I mean, killed I mean, by Hitler. Maybe not, maybe not <laughs> yeah. Israeli, but like uh, yeah, no, Israeli. There's Jews everywhere. You got German Jews. But, but Russian I just they're like they're in that like they are like of. Uh, Middle Eastern descent, some, some identify as yeah exactly some identify as Israeli yeah, yeah. like my wife she's I don't know, Italians identify my as wife's white. half Middle Eastern oh yeah 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 so she's she's from where her dad was white her mom's from Jordan so she's oh, Jordanian cool, cool. and white yeah. uh, so my kids are like quarter Jordanian or Lebanese or whatever yeah, yeah. one it is uh, so like that's cool for me because I know like I you know contributed to the decaucasianization there you go. I like how you said Jordan or Lebanese, whatever it is. Well, I, <laughs> you gotta make sure you. Kiss like, I can't. I can't say that. Well, like, I feel like they claim my wife's Mexican or Salvadoran, whatever, whatever it is. No, that's what I'm saying. It's weird because I feel like I feel like her mom is from Jordan, but then there are times when she'll just be like, "I'm I'm Lebanese." Almost. I don't know if it's, it's very because, close. I don't know if it's because people like understand quicker what Lebanese is, and yeah. it's right by Jordan. Lebanon's right, right in the north. So Lebanon like, is. On and I think the, she has some family from Le- from uh, east that are Lebanese. So. Yeah, like I said, it's like she's Jordanian, it's Lebanese, whatever. She's Middle Is Eastern. Is it border My country? Grandma What's stay on the Lebanese Middle side. Eastern. She fucking Middle Eastern. Uh, Let's see, Lebanon on were the like, map. Uh, Scottish, Irish, and like English, basically. It's pretty fucking white. Yeah, it's like OG white. I mean, my last name is McMurrin, so I'm a Mick. You know what I mean? Well, we started. Say that. My family started in Scotland, then moved to Ireland, as far as I know. Yeah, so they got Lebanon. That's why he loves Braveheart so much. We got Israel. Where's Jordan at? Jordan should be on the west side of Israel. Shit. Damn, how you know that? I'm Jewish, bro. Jordan is not west of Israel. It's on the east. Yeah, I messed up. Now, back to the show. Oh. <laughs> Son? Huh. <laughs> 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 I yeah, see, it. it's, it's like right in the west. Yeah, because all, 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 all the Walker, <laughs> best running back ever. <laughs> yeah, Israel's surrounded by Arabs. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the funny part. Like that's why they hate each other so much. Do you guys grow up uh, religious? I grew up. I, I was raised Mormon. Oh, for okay. So you know about Father Abraham? He had many sons, and many sons yeah. had Father Abraham. I don't really know shit. No, though. I didn't all pay right. attention. So the reason you have Arabs and Jews is because Abraham had two kids. He had uh, he couldn't have a kid with his with his wife, so because ah. they were too old. So then his wife's like, "Hey, go fuck my maid." Hora or Zord, what was his name? Hora. I think so. You're, yeah, yeah. Name was Horan, Horan, Hora, yeah, something like something that. Like that. So he had a kid with her, the yeah. handmaid. Yeah, he yeah, named yeah. him Ishmael. And then he ended up having one with his wife. And, right? Yeah, eventually. With, yeah. And then that was Isaac, who was the father of, of Jacob, who became Israel. Yeah. God changed his name. So that that line, that's where the Jews came from, from Isaac. And Ishmael 
they were called Ishmaelites for a long time, but they eventually turned into Arab. So what's the Arab version of that? So wait, wait, Ishmaelites. Wait, that's, Sounds familiar. So between Arab, Christian, and Jew, does everybody ha- kind of have the same story? It all comes back to Abraham. Everybody kind of has the same So see. Mm-hmm. Embassy of Jordan. Mm-hmm. That just yeah, makes yeah. me. If everybody right has the same story on that, why can't you all just say like, why, why are we, there's religious why are we fighting. Beefing? Why are you even beefing? Well, these fools are beefing for Jerusalem because is beefing for oil. In, in, in the year 70 AD, uh, they got they got scattered throughout the world by the Roman Empire. They came in, they fucked everything up. This is after Jesus, Literally right? Fucked everything. Fucked everything up. Uh, so the Jews went mixed, everywhere. Mixed the bloodlines up. Yeah, they went to yeah. Spain. They went all over Europe. So they abandoned Israel. So then people moved in. You guys seen uh, that movie um, Schindler's List? There you go. All right. I didn't know that was a Spielberg movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. You never seen it? I've seen Schindler's List. I just didn't know it was a Spielberg movie. Well, you saw after after that shit happened, all the Jews, they all came back eventually to take back the land. But at that point, someone else is living there. So now this is why they all hate each other. It's like yeah. they're fighting for land, essentially, pretty much. You know, It's so almost like, so if Native Americans do this to white people. Right, right. Exactly. Kind of like what it would be. So yeah. wait, who's right? I want to know which side I should be on. <laughs> I'm on the Native American side. I know which side I'm on that side. Did you hear about that? Uh, uh, in California, uh, Manhattan Beach, there was a property worth like $75 million, And it got some white people took it from a black owner way back 100 years ago. And California just uh, gave the property back to him. It's worth $75 million. When, when did this happen? It happened this week. Google what? that. How did Man, I search it? It's like a Manhattan Beach property. Uh, I don't know. Black people, Manhattan Beach. <laughs> Black people, Manhattan Beach. Yeah, you see. 1920s now. So what happened? Pretty much what you see right there in the title. A beach town... Se- Seized or sized? Seized. Seized. Huh. I never know if it's size or seized. It's the I, uh, whichever one's first. Usually, mm. uh, actually, I ah, a beach town be before you seized a C. black couple's land in the 1920s. Now their family could get it back. That's the best. Damn. But they just officially got That's it. The back. best picture they could get of the homie. Damn. Like, look as sad as you possibly can. I mean, he was like, "Yo, we could have been kicking it here for a while." I mean, they definitely told him to pose, right? He's 69. He's not going to get to enjoy that. So there it is. That's the that's the couple right there. That's the victims. Wow. But yeah, man. But like that's just one example. Like you got to think how often this happened. Like in the 1920s, 30s, like a white person, especially like in the Great Depression, this shit happened a lot. Who's good at reading? Me. I suck. Me. Can you help us? Where do you, you want me to start from? Right here. I right. was in the blue group. On the recent, right there. On a recent morning, Dwayne Yellow, Feather Shepherd, 69, sat on a grassy hill overlooking the Pacific Ocean, steps away from one of Southern California's most pristine beaches. To visitors from around the world, it's an idyllic stretch of coastline in a prime surfing spot. To Shepherd, it's the site that conceals a painful history. His family's ancestors, Willa and Charles Bruce, bought the land at the bottom of the hill in 1912 and built a resort run for and by black residents. Despite harassment and violence from white neighbors in the Ku Klux Klan, 
The couple's enterprise endured, providing rare California beaches access for African Americans. Then, in 1924, city officials condemned the neighborhood and moved to seize the property. Damn. The local council said it needed the plot for a park, but instead left it vacant for decades. They were terrorized and left destitute, said Shepard, as joggers ran along the beach in front of him and surfers made their way to the water. We want back what belongs to us. <laughs> surfers, dudes showed up surfing? <laughs> <laughs> it's California, baby. You're just looking over like this is bullshit. These motherfuckers happy as hell. <laughs> bullshit. There's now a concerted effort to make that transfer reality. Nearly 100 years after the seizure, last week, LA County officials announced an unprecedented legislative push to return the valuable property to the descendants of Willa and Charles, which mm. would grant them the wealth they have been denied for generations. Wow. See, this is the kind of reparations I want. Like shit like that. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. You know? That shit's hey. been happening. I told you. If, That's just one example. I told you. I told one you. example. If I, didn't, if I wasn't scared to get murdered for it, I would have been started the Whites for Reparations movement. You definitely get murdered, but uh, Jimmy, you'd be a martyr. I'd be a martyr, but I who got, would murder you? I another you. white be, man? Uh, duh. The government. No, the government? another well, another white man. I mean, I'm no, not, they get a, no, they get a black <laughs> no, they get a black dude to murder you. Probably so. They get a black dude to murder you. Ah. Well, I'm, I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a powerful speaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm you a good. passionate cat. You know what I mean? I, I I'll get people behind me. It would be a, a movement. You're six three. Six three. You got an athlete's back. I got the back of a Division one athlete. Uh, you know. I would have the people behind me. We we said we need to get these reparations moving, and they'd take me out for it. I know they would. You but, know, yeah. Like I said, I got I got other things to do. I can't get taken out for that right yeah. now. Not yet. I don't feel like you don't you don't have to give like money away for reparations, but like shit like that, like giving property back. But or tax I mean, cuts. I feel like Native Americans probably deserve that even more than black people. But well, they don't pay taxes. We'll see. Black people shouldn't. Shouldn't have to pay taxes. That's one form of Native Americans don't they, pay taxes. I, I, I'm saying black people. There's if, other if ways to just saying here's else, a if here's nothing a check else, it should be a, it should just be a tax cut. If nothing like something, just pay half the taxes. Yeah, yeah, boom. People think like, oh, I have to give my money. I mean, the hardest the hardest part the hardest part of it is is how do you designate which people receive it and, and which don't that would that's the thing that would make it hard but like do half black people get it like what do you do you, there's do you, a lot of different do you have things. to take an ancestry test exactly. to like type, discover like type shit mm -hmm. have, have you had to have filed taxes for previous years to receive them shit like that <laughs> shit like you that know, just shit like that there's a lot of fucking things and you that, probably yeah you could probably gotta file taxes just there's like a you, lot of things yeah. that, that there's a lot of I things i would that, file that, my that, taxes if reparations became a thing and i feel that absolutely <laughs> like there's a, a many like you <laughs> that, that, then I would file my <laughs> Which brings no, me back to the I'm, original point. I'm filing my taxes this year. All six years. Six years. Uh, what's it called? Back what, taxes. No, back. but it's like when it's like. Uh, I, I think I'm actually going to come out ahead, honestly. I don't see how that happens, but no, seriously. I hope for you. No, I. Looking how how at many it, years you've been behind? Six. Uh, 2015. Damn. Six years. But though. I'm going to come like I did. I put the calculator Which is weird in. because this dude has a, a master's degree. He has an MBA. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? He's fully, he's fully capable. You got an MBA? Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying he's fully capable. Like, this isn't a guy that shouldn't have been not filing taxes. There was a bad year he's where smarter I... smarter than that. There was a bad year where I owed a lot of money. I was like, I can't pay this. He's like, I'm so Native like, I'm American. Just, I'm just not going to... I'm just like, I'm not going to file. Yeah. Well, I can't you pay look this. like you might got some Choctaw in you. You might. 
There's a. <laughs> I, I never heard that before. <laughs> Look at what I found right there. Native American tribes are not subject to, to yeah. state and federal. If income. you live on, if you live on the, uh, if you, you live, have on, to live on, on the reservation. Oh, reservation. Do you have to? I live almost on called the... it a resort. If you live on the, <laughs> it's not for the resort. <laughs> they just, drink a lot, but I don't are, think it's a resort. My is down bad on that resort. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, Me and Byron can't do a podcast. That's together, a one star bro. resort. It's just going to be like the name of this podcast <laughs> is going to say Jim McMurrin and Byron Austin get canceled uh, <laughs> on the TFTI podcast. Uh, talking about uh, Jewish shit, <laughs> Native Americans, reparations. Have you guys thought about doing a podcast? I held back on the Me Jews. and him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought Yeah, about we it. have, but. I don't know, man. <laughs> we be, we just be, we, we be, be, we be in the zone. We're shooting the we, shit, we get in the zone. We, we get be work doing, done. We, we be getting work done. So like, it was just, we feel like it was kind of like, you know, it probably just take away from the work we get done. It could kind of be yeah. a writing if you session. Like, try to make it something, but then like, if it's, we probably it's will. I still feel like we probably will. We probably happen. will. We should probably just do it sooner than later too. So like, by the time like anybody cares to listen, we got like. Some experience under our belt. Of we need more podcasts in Vegas, man. More yeah, comics. Right. Oh yeah, do we, we do. No, I, <laughs> do I'm we? not being sarcastic. Oh, you're being serious. I'm being serious. I, I think we, we need. Look, we we got. Look, the the West Coast started popping off first in the early. I don't know, 2007. I, I would say 2007, 2012. Rogan, that squad, Segura, everybody, right? And now the East Coast has been popping off. Yeah. So you got the East Coast and the West Coast with a lot of uh, good podcasts. Chris DiStefano. Yeah. And those yeah. cats. The, yeah, the Hyenas. Sam well, Morrell. Yeah. Uh, Mark Norman. Yep, yep. Mark Norman. Tuesdays with Stories. Uh, Bobby Kelly. Legion I don't listen. Skanks. I don't listen to any of them. Right, but you hear about like they're making. I see their clips yeah. though, but I see, see like clips. I see the clips. Uh, so the, the podcast is actually the only one I really listened to for a little bit before I got burnt out a little bit though. But I was I was fucking real heavy with Theo Vaughn's podcast. For uh, a that's a good bit. one. Yeah, he's just like the funniest dude alive in my opinion. Like, well, that that's that's why I think that Vegas we need more podcasts where people could come in there and cross promote. You know, like like Rogan. He got all his friends to go on each other's how podcasts. Much, how much does a setup like this run you? Dude, these are like $30 microphones. Bro. Oh, really? They sound great, right? It sounds, how much it is sounds uh, good, yeah. yeah. How much oh, is a uh, mixer? Even these things, like all this shit. Oh, 15 bucks. This is all like, bro, the oh, most really? expensive thing you're going to buy is probably your Zoom recorder. Which like, it, that's not even like, 400 as bucks, long as it's not like 300. in the thousands, like we could, yeah. we could, we could yeah, get bro, it set up. You, you, all you need is <laughs> a phone. <laughs> Literally, you could put, you could put a phone in, on the table in the middle and just talk. I've done podcasts like that. Yeah. It's all about putting content. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting maybe, content. Maybe People just want good content. Maybe we should. But I feel like good quality is like has to be a part of oh, that. I mean, I was doing my little podcast right thing for a second. Did you ever see the shit I was doing no. with the puppet? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to well, YouTube. I, got, I was going to say I, I have some it? ideas for that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, we do. How do I search that? Uh, just go to YouTube. What do I type in? Uh, no funny business podcast. I did not know about this. It was short. It was a. It was a short lived. Oh, do you mind putting the drink over there? What's up? On the, that little the table. Drink on my that bad. Table. We, because we it got makes wires. It makes. Yeah. yeah Sorry, brother. My bad. It's cool. It's cool. I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> my bad, brother. I'm huh? sorry. Is it this one right here? Essentially, yeah. click on. Click Essentially, on which click one? Click on the second one. Second one. Okay. Because we just gonna keep going. Why not? So Kanye, right? He's been a Christian all of what? Maybe six months. 
already has finessed his way onto Joel Alstein's uh, congregation where he got a spot to speak. I right? love Joel. So, so for the listeners, you're talking to a puppet. The puppet was my co-host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, if you watch for like, he's in there. He's got opinions and shit. You know what I mean? But it's just full puppet mode. Like, there's no, you don't know who it is. It's just a puppet. Yeah. Full animatronic shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, but it was just, uh, it was a lot of production value put into it at mm -hmm. the time. And it was kind of mm -hmm. like, all right, like we spending like 30 hours a week on this shit. And then we getting like. 800 views like what are we doing and then uh but it's so it's still in the back pocket but i guess i was trying to do something like that there you go yeah i forgot but, but as you said i was like i should do a podcast you should i did do a podcast that this this is what holds people back though yeah. the production so you mentioned quality i say quality yeah but don't let that hold you back either though consistency is most important That's people most need important. to know i can go on thursday and find you here mm -hmm. if i miss too many thursdays it's like well shit on thursday i ain't gonna go fuck with him because i'm find someone else I, there's so many podcasts out there yeah. doing some shit on thursday mm -hmm. i'm not fucking with this thursday yeah. anymore yeah so it's like consistency is every, everybody's gonna start everybody has a phone slow. that has a great microphone nowadays everybody starts off with zero viewers this everybody your phone what do you guys got iphone yeah it has a great mi microphone. It does. You just talk it into it. I'm serious. Camera. You put it down on the table. You both have do a podcast. You, you do the Anchor app. Uh, you just no. upload it from the. You right from the phone. Yeah, you just upload it from your phone. You don't need no fucking laptop. Nothing, dude. It's interesting. It's cool, man. I'll tell you more about it later. But uh, yeah, you, that that'd be cool if you guys do that. That'd be maybe you could even do like like um, Sam Morell and Mark Norman have a new podcast where they actually do like a little writing session towards the end of the episode. You yeah. brought a new joke? Yeah, all right, shoot it to me, and then they just discuss it. Nice. That's, that's all we do, really. Yeah. How do you? So, how do you guys do your write, your writing sessions? Uh, so I guess it. Well, we'll really just kind of introduce it like that. Yeah. It's like I was thinking of this one, like, all right, so just kind of lay you out a joke, the, lay out what the premise is, lay out what you worked out in it, uh -huh. and then it, it all just kind of depends how it grows from there. It's like uh, you might get stopped in the middle of what you're saying. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I got this. Uh, like, yeah, like you know, sometimes someone, this, someone will come up, he'll bring a premise up and start talking yeah. before he even gets too far into it. So I'm like, hang on, hang on, just real quick. I just thought of something already. Yeah, like you this know. could be perfect. And, and then, then it just like, it kind of goes from yeah, there. And then know? sometimes it's like, it's you not, know. There's, there's not really a lot of, at least with me, I don't really write much down. Like I write ideas down, but I don't never really write it out. But I, I also have like, I always have a really good memory. Yeah. So like I'm able to kind of like I could keep it all. We'll be going for a while, and I'll be like, no, no, I still remember the beginning. Like I remember how it was going. Uh, but then, yeah, basically, what yeah. he said, do that, and then it just. And I'm more of like a writer. I like to draw it out. Yeah. Like Jimmy's really just like just going off the top. But like if we get stuck on something, I was like, wait, what are you trying to say? Mm. Like, what do you want to say with the joke? Yeah. And then like you figure out that. And then it just comes like now it's flowing again. Yeah, uh, but so it's well, and then and then it started off just doing jokes, and then when uh, we had talked about uh, screenplay writing mm -hmm. for, we were probably writing together for like four <laughs> months or so, jokes, you know, doing jokes together. But we'd already we talked about like we could do some screenplay shit, and then uh, like once COVID happened, right? So now mm -hmm. everything shut down. Uh, probably like the second week into COVID. So like first week of April or so, uh, we were like, yo, let's, uh, let's fucking write that shit that we were talking about writing. Yeah. Like I did. Comedy's these, not I, happening. Yeah. I did these videos, uh, 
prior with uh like this real estate character that i that i made i remember seeing that you remember those mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so we had talked about writing a real show for that character yeah and uh so then when the covid happened we were like yo like let's write let's write the reed mcgowan shit you know what i mean uh-huh. and so then we just like i was watching a lot of curb your enthusiasm at the time yeah and so it kind of really gave me like uh like a, a for like a, a format that i kind of saw how episodes develop you know yeah. what i mean and i watch a lot of curry and things and he does too already the <laughs> but, but i'm saying like when i was watching that it clicked yeah, for it, me as far as like just how they pace the show how an episode progresses the you know callbacks, what i mean like the, oh, the yeah. inside jokes like yeah. just so i think it's the greatest sitcom ever done just like it's just masterful yeah. the way he puts everything together so and, then so basically yeah. over like the next, i agree so over the next like two months from there we were basically writing an episode Maybe a week two months i mean one two months we was writing like an episode a week for that before we knew it we had 10 episodes we wrote a whole season to some shit and then we just went from there and then we ended up writing a pilot to like yeah this sci-fi futuristic joint yeah and then we went from there and like we wrote a couple of uh a couple of comedy a couple pilots. Of comedy pilots for uh for comics that we know that like we felt like could that would fit well into the lead well, but, character, but that could also uh, like that could also carry the load. You know what I mean? To yeah. be the main character of a pilot, like we wrote one for uh, Rachel uh, Wolfson. For Rachel Wolfson, oh, and we okay. wrote one for this cat Brett Forte up in Canada, and then we came back with that. And we wrote another hour long pilot to a different uh, for like drama. a whole different drama action joint, like yeah, like a prime time network drama. type joint. And then after that, we wrote like a hundred and sixty page. Full length uh, feature, full length feature comedy film. So like over seven months when COVID hit, the first like in he seven months, he has been months, doing all this writing. We wrote yeah. about we wrote like six hundred pages of screenplay. Damn, we were like working like fifty hours a week. Yeah. No, no, but I mean because like, it was like, COVID, full time job. But like, it was COVID, like we had nothing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, so I, was, I got like, laid off. It was it was he all, got laid off. I got la- we both got laid off. We had nothing to do, so mm-hmm. I would just I just started going over there, and like I said, basically I was drinking a case. Of Michelob a day. Your wife is gonna hear this. Yeah, she knows. Okay, I'm saying I'm drinking a case, <laughs> drinking a case of Michelob a day, and you know, supplement whatever else I need to, and we just fucking went. Knocked we just out. went ham, bro. We, we were an artist. Like we wrote, and you know, if if you write screenplay, mm. if you have a good hour of screenplay, if you have like a strong hour, That's three you can pages. maybe get two <laughs> to pages. two to three pages. In a hot hour where you're just blazing for an hour straight, mm. you might write two pages, maybe three, and in seven that months we, we wrote six hundred pages. Going back through them too, and like you yeah. know, writing them, then going back through them, touching mm. them up, you know, and it's it's dialogue, but it's action. Like there's a lot that goes into writing screenplay, but that was basically how we filled. Yeah. But the everything COVID time, like everything so like, we sent out that was tested was like just great feedback, and I don't know. I just feel like you, who'd, never, you, who'd you send it to? Just like so, the comics that we would write something for, for, we would send it to them. Or just whatever. Like, I mean, the thing is, this it's hard to get somebody to actually read your shit. Like my wife, too. my wife don't even read the full shit. She'll read like you know, like <laughs> she'll get like a quarter of the way into it and be like, mm-hmm. no, it's good, but like she won't finish it. It's, it's just hard to get people to read it. But so some people replied though, and they gave no, no, there was people that read the whole yeah. shit. And like it was oh, okay. always good. I mean, we knew it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I guess so like I said that was like basically from April to November and then comedy started coming back mm-hmm. so we kind of shifted to the jokes shifted back bit. to the jokes shifted again back, yeah. to get back into that shit but now we just got like these projects 
basically you think some of, around that we're trying to find the ways to get them out to the right people and shit. right yeah because now you could just like just put them on the back burner for now well yeah. but i want to like put them on not put them on the back burner but just kind of figure out the best connections and avenue mm-hmm. right, like, to get like, them into the right hands which they're coming more and more yeah. like, right, right now like we we've we find it more and more people that are you know wanting to see them and shit exactly. but either way I, it's like well, i looked at them regardless as like the stocks basically you know because it was like we invested you know a thousand hours basically you know so so we did that like we did that that's done like that's not going anywhere them shits is sitting ready only for waiting for essentially the right person to to see whichever one they like they're all good but whichever mm-hmm. one makes it to the right person at the right time so they're just kind of sitting it's, there for it's now. gonna it's gonna be used out. for something it's, um, it, yeah they're not they weren't they weren't r- r- right. for no reason like they're yeah. gonna they're gonna come around you ever they, uh they read, weren't written in vain right i don't think so you ever read uh, uh steve martin's or or listen to steve martin's book uh, I never born have, but I was up. telling him recently. I keep hearing about it. great book, well, born no, standing. But, but up. I was telling him recently that, like in my opinion, like in my opinion, like like Steve Martin's like top five all time, like regardless of medium, damn mm-hmm. near, like yeah. Mike Tyson, <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Steve Martin, like just top five, like all yeah. time, like humans, like Steve Martin. I love Steve Martin, just like in humans in general, just in humans in general, and even like his comedic style to me is like Steve yeah. Martin's one of the most funniest people, yeah, ever to me. To me, like I understand the comedic genius in Steve Martin, yeah, and to me, it's like, bro, it's tough to fuck with Steve Martin as mm-hmm. far as being like. Like Ben Stiller might be like up there with him as far Ben's as like there. Ben's just like to me, like I said, mm-hmm. just to me. Right, right. But like so fucking funny, bro. Even going back yeah. to Curb, Ben Stiller's episodes on Curb, the character he pulled off on Curb <laughs> was just like, bro, you, you, you just, you don't, you, you're not getting that from everybody. And you got to, it's subtle. It's very subtle. You know what I mean? Like you got to mm-hmm. really get like, you gotta it's like the nuances the subtle shit i feel steve like martin. jamie fox doesn't get his flowers enough oh of course it's, steve martin's definitely one of my favorites steve martin's one of my yeah. favorites but like is jamie fox not the greatest american entertainer ever i'd say he is yeah that's I'd another that's for one of the best humans i think no, too. I'm talent for talent yeah that's one of the best the greatest humans. American entertainer. Yeah, I, I would agree literally because it comes to it plays the music, music. he can sing he's Acting, funny he can funny. act everything everything he's good at everything jamie fox no, is like he excels at no i'm saying i'm saying jamie fox is like one of those wayne brady can sing but he's kind of funny no but i'm saying jamie fox one of those people that like makes me feel worse about myself <laughs> you know and it's like why aren't you good enough yeah why am i not as good as why jamie can't you fox? sing yeah, why, why can't, can't you I, sing like jamie well just everything like bro like jamie fox is like so much better than me <laughs> at everything that it's like makes me feel like damn what am i even doing yeah if i'm not as good as jamie fox but you can't think that way you, you gotta just, just gotta, be good. You, just gotta you gotta be, be like, better oh, than Jamie Foxx. Or I, you just gotta be as good as you can at being yourself. But like yeah. Jamie Foxx is one of those people like jealous. You know of how you were how you were saying about all the writing you've done. Like you're gonna use it again. Um, and the reason I brought up Steve Martin is because uh, on his in his book he said everything you've ever learned or done, you're gonna use it one day again. Mm-hmm. So he gives an example of La, the lasso. The lasso. He learned how to do the whole. I don't know. The last rope, the, the yeah. rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up putting that in his act eventually. Oh shit! You know, magic tricks. He learned magic. He was a magician at Disneyland as a kid. He worked at Disneyland, and then he incorporated magic into his everything he in movies. 
he incorporated stuff so oh the lasso not into his act but like in something like the three amigos he yeah, used yeah, the lasso yeah, yeah 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 so he said so that's why i'm saying like everything you did you're right it's not in vain yeah because it's gonna come back into fruition right i got this i told you about that's my speech yeah, impediment yeah. um <laughs> i haven't noticed it yet so that's yeah. oh nice you're good you're good uh, i try to hide it uh good to really have one yeah, self-diagnose. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you don't have one. I do. Really? I fuck up words. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I fucked up some words already. You just I don't think be so. nice. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> nah, no, I mean, like I usually noticed, a speech impediment is. I know this fuck up. A speech impediment is impeding you from, yeah, yeah. from your, You're doing your pretty communication. Well. Yeah. I, I don't think there's been no impeding going on. So, but there's no lisp or stutters but, going on. But no, Steve Martin, even after he stopped acting, basically, uh-huh. like he would, he did other, like he did like oh, yeah. art. Uh, like he would like art music books about analyzing art and symphonies and shit like right he just like a high level mm-hmm. human Thinker. being bro. Yeah. like he yeah. everything like he's tackled shit yeah. and done it like to you the highest level you, you can basically you gotta check out his book though i will no no it's I, great I was, he talks about why he left stand up well i mean but i was i was even it, it wasn't that long ago within the last month or two where i remember i was telling you mm-hmm. i was bringing up steve martin to you one day yeah. saying like mm. steve martin's like one of the all-time greats like yeah. even yeah even above comedy but just like he's just an all-time great bro yeah it's love steve martin i don't read anymore that's why i asked somebody to read for i me. haven't read a book since high school bro yeah i don't read yes I, mean, I don't read books i just listen to them i don't read books and that's probably uh, why i'm under you, you know what though <laughs> you're you're a great reader the way you read that little paragraph earlier? I could read. That was some good shit right there. <laughs> oh, That's I can impressive. read. I don't read. A motherfucker can read for sure. <laughs> I was impressed, bro. Hi, right, thanks, I, man. I, yeah, I would have been stumbling all over that. I doesn't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't read. Hey, life. but Jamie Foxx, though, man. That's a superhuman right there. Superhuman. Now, everything he does. Did you hear about the stories dumb. that, like, how he would, like, get people together? He would, he would make a big old party for, like, $500. He I've heard his party. P. Diddy. And Legendary. For $500. He put, yeah, he put a yeah. badass party in Hollywood for like $500. He just get all his friends to do shit. Like get oh. He bought KFC and put it on a platter. Made it look fancy. He bought uh, soda, like two liters. And th- the way, but the way. Just put them in nice decanters. Yeah. And, and, and then just like. Once I get punch. the chance. Once I get the chance. I'll probably do some shit like that too. And he, he I can't he, wait. He tells a story like Kanye West, a young Kanye West showing up to the party one time and uh, like, they made Gold Digger. Yeah, That's well, no, no, no. This is the they first. Made, it was when they made Slow Jams. This is this oh, is yeah, this yeah. way he You're first right. met Jam. Kanye. Though. And he said he said yo, you got to get on this song, and he did it, and he didn't even think anything of it. And then like right. a year like, no, later, no, no, don't do it like that. Yeah, Kanye was just a producer. He wasn't really <laughs> flowing and jumping on it, you know. But yeah, yeah, you gotta hear him on. Um, yeah. What what podcast did I hear him on? I know he's been on Rogan, but it was someone, some other dude. But he tells a story of like how he just like he would just do these bomb ass parties. Jamie's Jamie's the best, bro. Yeah. I, I feel like I would be scared to meet him, and he'd be like not a, a nice person. What'd you do? You ever met somebody like that? <laughs> like a huh? celebrity? Baron Davis. <laughs> you ever met a celebrity that uh, disappointed you? You know Baron Davis. Nah. The basketball player? You're not in the basketball? Not really. Nah, it goes nowhere then. It goes, it, <laughs> we talked about basketball last time, though. We talked about this, the, I've, the owner of the Knicks. I'm saying, I'll, keep it sh- I'll just keep it short. I've been punked one time in my life. Yeah. Like, literally punked by somebody. Yeah. I got punked by Baron Davis, like, out of line. 
uh-huh. when I was like 18. And, you know, he was like playing for the Warriors, like right after their fucking, right after like the We Believe Warriors that went to yeah. like the, so he was like on top of the world and like he punked the shit out of me in a gym one day. And it, it's all good. Only time how did he punk, ever been how, punk. How did he punk you? What do you mean? It like just, he bought you up or what? No, 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 no. <laughs> He just basically like bitched me, you know what I mean? He was got offended by something I said, took it out of context. At a gym? Yeah, he took it out of context. I was trying to it's a long it's 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 not even I just Googled it. I don't know if that's the only time Jimmy's ever been punked. I've heard his wife tell him shut the fuck up before. (laughs) Everybody gets punked by their wife. (laughs) What what happened? You brought it up. You gotta tell us a story. What happened? Well, no, so I, I, played, I, don't, I don't like him anymore. Though. I played prep school basketball. Uh, you haven't watched any highlights because oh, God he's the damn, he's the he's nicest bro. Oh, that's another thing too. So I was a huge Kobe fan. Yeah. Though the only other player that I low key like designated as like my favorite player other than Kobe. So I was like, so I played prep school at this spot called Impact Academy, ran by Joe Abunasar, who like he trains NBA players. That's yeah. like what he does, and they start a prep school. So we're doing like the prep school team it's like our first day of like official practice and there's nba players all around the gym training mm-hmm. but we're in the same gym as a team doing our practice so we do like some conditioning shit at the end and me and uh, another kid on the team we're both coughing uh, you know after doing conditioning and sprints and shit you know mm-hmm. we're coughing and we're looking at each other like hey like that's the blunt because we were smoking weed at the time hella weed so we yeah. just look at our coughing like damn like that's the blunt coming back you know yeah so then, like, we're done with practice. With the first practice, we're laying on, like, the trainer tables. And Baron Davis is coming over to a table, coughing up some shit, like, you know, spitting into, like, a little trash can. But he's coughing. Mm. And I looked at the homie, and I was like, Baron be on the blunt, too. And he was like. Oh, he heard you. And he heard me, mm. and he was like, what you say? And I kind of looked over, like, oh, what? You know, I was like, oh, nothing. Like, you, you good? He's like, no, nah, what you say before that? And I was like. Oh, I was playing. I was like, I said, like, you hit the blunt or something like that. You know what I mean? And he was like, and he was like, I was on, laying on a trainer table, and my boy's laying on the trainer table right here, and he was like, "Yo, get up off the table, dog! Like, like, get off the table!" You know? So I like, I sat him like, "Oh yeah, like you, you about to sit here?" You know what I mean? He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to sit there." So I got up and like, I sat on the corner of my boy's trainer table, and he was like, "No, no, no, get up, get up!" He's like, "I'm, I'm sitting there too." Oh. And I was like, all right, dog. And he was like, dog. He's like, I ain't your dog. He's like, I ain't your dog yet. Like, and I was like, all right, you know, like, all right, bro. And I was like, there's like a big physio like trainer ball and I like rolled it over to me. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna sit on that. And he's like, nah, 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 don't sit down. He's like, don't sit down. He's like, matter of fact, he's like, go down there and rebound for somebody or something. Like, and I was just like, all right, bro. Like I was like, nah, bro, like, I'm, I'm out, bro. He's like, all right, well, we'll get up out of here then. He's like, bounce then, leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and went to my boy. My boy was like, nah, I ain't your bro. No, I went to my boy and he was just kind of like, and like the trainer that was there yeah. called me was like, like, yeah. damn, like that was fucking, like that was fucked up. And I was yeah. just like, went outside and was just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, like did you, like, did you start, like, no, did no, you start no. punching the air. No, hell no, hell no. I went outside. Cuba Gooding Jr. No, sorry, shit. I went, no, I went outside. But I was like, I was like tearing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I went outside. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I was like watery eyes. Like literally mm. called yeah. my homie. Like who knows? Baron Davis is like my bull. You know, I fuck with Baron yeah. Davis. So yeah. I called my homie. Just like dog. Like, you, like you don't even like you're not gonna believe what just. It felt so big at the moment. And then like, was there a lot of people around? Not really. It was just mm. me, the dude, and the trainer. Mm-hmm. 
And then, uh, and then, but the thing is too, that, I said that was our first practice. So I had to come back for our second practice of the day. Yeah. So I come back later and Baron's still around. So I had to come back around and just be sitting there like not trying to make eye contact with him. Like still in bitch mode. Cause I just got bitched so hard. And then like maybe like a day or two later, he was around one day and he went up to me and he was like, yo, what up? You know what I'm saying? I was like, what's up, man? You know what I mean? Like, mm. what's up? But he was like, yeah, he, he fucking, he punked the shit out of me. Damn. So that's that story. That but other than that, other than that though, haven't met nobody. I don't think that, uh, necessarily that I was like, that was like a cunty. I mean, I haven't met that many famous people, so. Nobody that just like did me hella dirty. I met Kobe oh. a couple of times when I was younger, and he was you tight. Kobe? He was tight as fuck both nice. times. Oh, nice. So Bean. yeah, I met Bean. that that dude from the Brady Bunch, Greg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it Greg? One? The gay one? The older one? I don't know. Greg. Is he gay? Greg's the older one. He got AIDS, don't he? What? No, that was the dad. I think that was the dad. We sure. spreading rumors here? <coughs> no, one of them had AIDS. No, one of them had AIDS. Somebody no, had AIDS. Greg, Greg was fucking the mom. The older one was fucking the mom. I think it was the dad had AIDS. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah a dad. I was a busboy at, at uh, Silver Lacey up in Reno. It was this casino. How was he? And uh, a cunt. Oh, word. Oh, bro. Wow. Cunty. He was so, like. Brady Bunch? Like He punked me, I would say. Oh, really? With a look. Damn. Yeah, so everybody in the, in the like. <laughs> with a look. Yeah, like the <laughs> wait, there was a waitress saying, uh, that guy looks familiar. And I, and I looked, I'm like, oh, shit, that's Greg Brady. And she's like, from a show? I'm like, yeah. She's like, no, he's an athlete. And I, no, no, trust me. And we all started like, no, no, it's Greg Brady. An athlete? Are, what athlete? Yeah, because he's tallest. He's tallest. Oh, he's fuck. tall? Yeah. So um, they were he thinking he was like a basketball player. Like his name that, uh, the homie that coached the Rockets. Rudy, Rudy T. Mm-mm. Kevin McHale. Part, part, of the, <laughs> part of the staff that were like, all right, somebody go out there and ask him. And he was eating with somebody, and um, and uh, I was just a busboy, bro. I'm like, I'll go, fuck it. So I, I went up to him like, hey, uh, excuse me, sir, do you guys need any drinks or anything? You good? And then he just looks at me. Yeah, we're good. And I'm like, hey, sorry to bug you, but everybody you know that works here, we're all wondering we're if all curious if you're are you Greg Brady? Yeah, and. You know, I, I now looking back, I should have probably looked up, Googled his, but there his was no Google. Name. But um, yeah, at least ask him for his real name, not the character, right? right? right. But whatever. And then he just looks at me. He's like, uh huh. I'm like, okay. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, fuck me, fuck me, yeah, yeah. And then I just walk away. I think and I'll go fuck myself. Now. I just felt yeah, like I'm gonna fuck myself. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fucking I waited tables uh, for like seven years. So you never met famous people waiting tables. I did. I met a few different people. Like, I met Sim, Simbad once. Oh, I became word? a food server. Me. Beautiful person. Oh my god, beautiful. I, person. I love, uh, love fucking, to hear that. I love the Sinbad's first kid. One of the nicest persons, bro. When I was young, the first kid was like one of my favorite movies. Anybody that would come perform at Silver Lacey, they would they would always eat for free. I got you, yeah. At the coffee shop, oh, yeah. Like shop. I mean, like nobody like crazy, crazy like Floyd Mayweather, tight as fuck. Oh really? To me, at least, like yeah. to to the people around you hear it was at a restaurant. Well, I mean, yeah, but you hear like you hear different stories about Floyd. Some Did he tip say, well? Oh, like he tips he, great. Okay, like how he hits women. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dana White, you know, he came in. Dana White tipped the server. His bill was like 180. Uh-huh. 
tipped the server two fifty, and gave the busser a hundred dollar bill just when, when he brought him a steak. I, I like how he's very like I, he's very subtle about. Oh, I never met famous people. You just mentioned like some of the biggest people. Well, <laughs> Mayweather, Dana White, Dana White. I mean, White. <laughs> when I think of, fucking, I'm saying when I think of like famous to me, like I think of people like that I would like really want to meet, like, like Jay Z, like Jay Z, or like mm, Matthew mm. McConaughey, or like yeah, yeah, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, or like you know Denzel or Morgan Freeman, or some people like I would Jamie Fox, like. Yeah. Anybody in that A listers. A listers. Yeah, I think yeah. Floyd and Dana are A listers. Like now. like uh I met the dude yeah, I uh, think a couple times. What's I think name? they might have more money than those oh, I met I met I met Joe Jackson one time. Ah before he died. Yeah. Did he hit you? Uh, oh, good. no, he didn't he had he was with like his granddaughter or something. She did all the talking. He just sat there, had a fully flooded though, fully I know he trained the fully, shit out of I'm, I'm just saying fully, you know, it was all diamond. Everything was it was a diamond That's fully legendary. encrusted and he just sat there and like mm-hmm. every time I came to the table to check on him the, the granddaughter whatever spoke and he sat there but he had a smile on his face and he was just like yeah but he didn't say shit she ordered for him she did everything he was just like he don't like white people I, swear. I don't know <laughs> these are some real famous people right here That's a Joe, Jackson. Joe Jackson like these are people that changed you mean the, Michael his, Jackson's dad <laughs> the, the, no I'm saying I'm saying responsible for Michael Jackson <laughs> you saying, met no, him no, no, I'm saying, people that have changed the course of history <laughs> no, I'm saying, literally no, I'm saying, dead ass. Floyd Mayweather greatest boxer of all time <laughs> the, the first ever open mic I did I had a joke about how uh, I was saying like I feel like every dude should be able to jack one person off yeah, like and not be gay for it, and I was like, like mine. I was like, Joe Jackson came to eat my restaurant. I was like, literally, I was like, I'm about to knock him out and jack him off. I was like, and freeze his sperm and sell it on the black market because that's high level sperm. Yeah, this is obviously like I said, this is my first open mic. This is when I suck, but uh, but I'm saying, oh, I met him. I met Wayne Newton, but this is Vegas. You know what I mean? Wayne yeah. Newton. Wayne Newton was like infatuated with me. That's like I guess all I could he say. He wanted to take you home. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like I'm it just looks saying, like the type. You know I'm just saying, like every yeah, time, like yeah. every time I would go back to their table, like they'd be talking to us, and then every time I to the table, Wayne would do one of these. He'd be like, "Hey, little boy, and just be like, you young like, boy, yeah." Just smiling, looking at me, like you know, that motherfucker wanted you. He mm-hmm. tipped. He only tipped twenty percent, but yeah. How much Andre was the Agassi, bill? He didn't Andre want you Agassi. enough. He Big bill. It was like two hundred bucks. Where were you working at? Wolfgang Puck on uh oh. in Summerlin though, not people. like in like the casinos, like the uh-huh. one like off the strip, like in downtown Summerlin. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, few you know, there's a few other ones sprinkled Famous in people, there. Man. Some people, Vegas. I mean, it's got me. I, yeah, because see, you, you met Dave Chappelle though. I did meet Chappelle. You I got to, oh, yeah. I got, even met with him, drank with him. You got to got smoke the, out with him. I got him. the kick it with Chappelle. So right, that's, that's different. Like, that's high level. It's, 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 yeah. it's a I met OJ. Yeah. I pissed I with OJ. OJ. I met you pissed OJ with OJ? Yeah. You look at his dick? Nah. <sighs> I was... Uh, <laughs> Damn. What's that little... Uh, Ian Rainier had a, uh, a mic there. It was a, a fun day. Sand dollar. Sand dollar. Yeah. So I was pissing with OJ. I was in the stall. He was in the urinal. <laughs> and I walk out. I I didn't know it was OJ yet. I just saw this dude. You didn't see his head. <laughs> he was wearing a hat. It's a big fucking hat. Over well, I got an eight, eight and one quarter. <laughs> hey, you know what? OJ's not as big as you think. His no, head, his is, head is though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit lives up to the height. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, that head is a blockhead. It's a fucking. You know, it's I'm not. I'm like not staring at a man to see if I could recognize him. You know, like <laughs> like from the back. I I didn't think nothing of it. I walk out and Matt. Joaquin and Drew, they're all like, hey, 
you know who did you see who was in there i'm like nah he's like look just wait right here we were by this um by the pool table or whatever ski ball and they're like just wait and i wait and it's fucking oj right after me that comes Mm -hmm. out so then everybody fucking swarmed him he was just hanging out chilling he likes the attention no no, oh Uh, dog dog, dog, you beat me to it i'll say because he he came to my restaurant Mm -hmm. a few times Mm -hmm. and and the thing that was fucked up about it is he literally would try to act like, like he, he doesn't didn't want, want attention, <laughs> but he would come in, get a martini, and uh-huh. literally walk an entire lap. Like everybody's sitting down. It's not a lounge area. It's not mm-hmm. a. It's not an ultra lounge. People are at tables sitting down. He would walk a full lap through the restaurant so that everybody could see him. But then get back to the bar and be <laughs> off in the corner and be doing the shit like this, where he'd be like, like, ain't nobody looking at me. Yeah, like, mama, like, stop looking at me. Yeah. Like, Bro, you literally just walked a lap in this bitch so that everybody could see you were here. Yeah. And he has the presence of a murderer. I, mean, he he kill, I don't think he'd kill again, but he has like just. I've done it before. He's capable. Just know. Do you guys think he did it? Yeah. Well, he did it. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody, right? He Absolutely. did it. Look, look at, look at, look at his wife was, was wild. She was trifling. No, he strange he beat wife. her. If a man he beat if, a, her. if a man murders his wife, <laughs> she's trifling. He's not necessarily a murder like any man is capable of murdering his wife if she if she pushes him to <laughs> <laughs> Just stop. Alright. You know what I'm saying. You feel me though. You, I don't know. You're married. Cause I feel you're like married, is, Freddie. You nah, know what I'm talking about. You would kill somebody. You would kill your wife. You're married. <laughs> Come on, I'm saying, bro, like if she if she <laughs> did you real dirty, honestly though, like I feel you because I'm thinking about like of ex girlfriends. Is like if I married you and you did me dirty, I'd fucking. It would be an option because like a man, like men, like ego is everything. Mm-hmm. Ego is everything when it comes to men. So if you like disrespect me and embarrass me, and uh, well, really, re- well, really, what I'm saying is this too. What I'm even really saying is it's more so a joke. I that I've thought about and like worked sure, on because sure. it's like I'm obviously I'm not serious. Yeah. But it's like there's that little bit inside of somebody that's just like, yo, like I could maybe do it in like the craziest of circumstances. But it's like, seeing red. Like like I wouldn't just murder nobody. I'm not a yeah. serial killer. I wouldn't just murder nobody, but like if I was gonna murder anybody probably statistically it, statistically <laughs> it would be my spouse because that's just statistics <laughs> that's just statistics and it's because people's spouses will push their spouse push to unbelievable lengths that they never thought but not even that the they fuck, start you, trifling you'll hear not, you'll hear women joke you hear trying women, to keep it so simple they start trifling nah but you'll hear women like out with their girlfriends and they'll joke about shit it's like no I can't do that my husband would kill me and like she's joking but she's serious oh I'm using that she is serious I'm, I'm using that in my shit <laughs> I'm using that in my shit that's perfect how we've not came up with that part yet that's great it just has to happen but yeah, yeah man now the joke just finally made its way full circle now it's worth telling (laughs) (laughs) now the joke's worth telling (laughs) i tell a joke about this already anyway about that shit you know what i mean well basically where it's like you know like i said statistically Mm -hmm. and this is how we work your spouse is Mm -hmm. your soulmate oh yeah you know but it's also statistically the person most likely to murder you like any guy knows if they wake up and like you know their girl's like dead or missing the first thing going through his head is like I need an alibi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's my alibi? Because yeah. if I don't have one, everybody's going to think I, I did this, this shit. Yeah, it's you know what always, I'm saying? It's what I'm saying? Where if it's the opposite, if the guy comes up dead or missing, 
the woman is like the 10th looked at suspect. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the first thing they're going to ask her, even if she did it, they're going to say, sit her down and say, did Jimmy have any enemies? Right. You know, they right. don't sit the guy down and say, did, did Sam have any enemies? <laughs> not knowing Jimmy's not, biggest enemy. <laughs> well, well, there's that. Yeah. Not knowing. That's good. It's right there. Yeah, that's good. But, but yeah, but I'm saying, but, and also not knowing like but every girl has hella enemies. Yeah, I don't have no enemies. My <laughs> wife got hella enemies. All of her she don't even. Are her she don't even got that many friends, so she got more enemies than friends. And but like I said, this is all this is all joke. <laughs> this is all a joke. Every girl's friend. I don't know if anybody's enemies. still listening to this podcast right now. Oh, they're loving it. They're loving it. Good. <laughs> but yeah, so it's all jokes. Layers, layers. <laughs> we wouldn't murder our wives. No, we're not. Unless. <laughs> Unless, unless they're we, trifling, unless we unless we were taken, they trifle, unless they deserved it is basically unless what I'm saying. <laughs> People that get murdered usually deserve to get murdered. Otherwise, it's sadistic. But and I feel serious. like I feel like dudes would do it for like egotistical reasons. Like OJ murdered his wife because like if she would have cheated like with she another would, athlete, OJ would have let it ride. But it's like you cheated me with a fucking waiter. Yeah, and you let him drive my car. You know, like if your girl cheated on I'm you, I'm gonna go ahead and if your girl cheated on you with a five seven dude, you <laughs> bitch, are you serious? He would have had to be black. I know that. He better be fast. Motherfucker, better be better be handsome and he and better have dreads. He better have an eight pack. He better have something I don't. So if he was acquitted, what are the theories then? What what could have been? You know how you got so the John Benet Ramsey. There's different theories, right? It could have been the well, brother. No, I, watched the whole, I watched the you whole. You mean Katy Perry? Katy Perry. You haven't heard that theory? No. That John Benet Ramsey grew up to be Katy Perry. What? I've never, heard, I've never heard that, but that's wild. Google that. That's, oh, that's a thing. That's big wild. That's yeah, a that thing. Is. I don't believe it, but that's <laughs> yeah, a thing. Yeah, that is. Uh, I mean, Katy Perry was a Christian no, singer. That shit, but there's a theory that his That kind of makes did. sense now. I'm, thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. She was a Christian singer back big in the Christian day. from Utah. I don't know if she's from Utah. Uh, but no, OJ, did you hear the theory that his son did it? Oh, okay. I've heard that. I, I kind of can go. Why, with that hold on. A how, how old was a son at this time? Why? why? Okay. Was he? Like, I, I don't know. like he did like it for old, the dad, or might have been like sixteen. Or like maybe. he did it for OJ, or what? Would, yeah, what would maybe. be the well? Like cause, uh, I think the motive. Angry at his mom for. Oh, get closer. You know, angry at his mom for the divorce situation, and I think maybe even it killed his mom. That's not no no who no. Nah, it doesn't make sense. Don't make sense. And then, like, if you see the murder pictures, it was like that's so personal. You uh, have to love somebody enough to, to cut hate their them head that, off. You have to love somebody enough to hate them that much. Yeah, to you I know mean, what I mean, it's poetic, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It it's a, true. It was, it was a poetic homicide. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Like, I almost took your head off. It almost brings a tear to your eyes. Almost took your head off. <laughs> and he was a superior athlete too. So two white people. That was quick work. Boom. That wasn't nothing. That wasn't nothing for OJ. Bang bang. Orenthal, not Orenthal. OJ can hit a hole real quick and juke out. Like, come yeah, on, bro. I can hit a corner really quick. They'll, I can. They'll, come on. They'll call me juice for nothing. So okay, Fluid. so you got the son. Fluid. <laughs> Fluid with them with them neck strokes. Oh. You're stupid. Look what I found. You can't put us on a CTE, podcast together, so it bro. Could, but no, that is a thing, though. He's a running hey, back. Serious. Well, he got it's CTE. In the 70s, he's like, you put CTE. your head down, you get... Yeah. He's he got CTE. CTE. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he just didn't kill himself. Or nobody else. 
<laughs> he killed two people. No, I'm just saying like. <laughs> but I'm like, usually CTE, no, you no, kill no, people. No, no, but I'm saying. And then you kill no, yourself. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> but he didn't have a gun. He I'm, was like I'm a knife. I'm saying the people he killed. Uh, I'm, say, a, I'm saying the people he killed in his mind deserved it. <laughs> I'm just so saying. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like some like random killings. Like in his mind, they deserved it. So he killed him. Yeah, well, he, he ain't never killed nobody since or before. He didn't go crazy and kill nobody. He yeah. rationalized that. He was like, yo, they they got to go. I didn't Chris Benoit them. No, 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 yeah, no. It wasn't of, like that. One of us got to go. And it's not going to be me. It's not going to be Orenthal. I think the only reason OJ's alive is because he killed him with a knife and he couldn't like, you're not going to kill yourself with a knife. If he'd have killed him with a gun, he probably would have shot himself. He would have banged himself. He would have banged himself. But he was like, fuck. He's like, nah. That looks like it hurts. <laughs> I'm going home. He cut, his, you know, he cut his finger in the act and was like, oh, hell no. Oh, that shit hurt. Fuck. I, I, I ain't taking myself out that way. Uh, Did he have cut wounds? Yeah, yeah. No, yes. he had a big ass slash on his finger. Multiple cuts on his fingers. On top of it. He did it. He did it. He did it. All right, what about this theory? This theory right here. It was a settle to a drug debt. No, that was Michael Jordan's dad. No. No, gambling debt. Gambling debt. Gambling debt. No, dude, this is this is a drug debt though. Yeah. Uh I heard of this one. Now that now that I read this, look, can someone read that one right there? If there's a group of people you don't want to mess with, it's drug dealers. Oh. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? <laughs> Literally. Who wrote that? <laughs> I already, I feel like this is racist. This motherfucker, so many this motherfucker, this motherfucker had been graduated. Are yet. you talking about Mexicans <laughs> or black people? Yeah, they were like, this is a school project. <laughs> including OJ's, some including OJ's lawyer, Johnny Cochran, argued Nicole owed money to some drug dealers. There have been a lot of rumors to about addiction. Some drug dealers. Some what? drug dealers. Yeah, owed money to some drug dealers. She owed money to black guys. There have been a lot of rumors about addiction. Oh, look. The theory goes they were looking for her friend, Faye Resnick, but somehow Nicole ended up. Wait, that doesn't In make a crossfire. It was at her house. Crossfire. And it was no <laughs> fire. It was bladed. <laughs> that was a blade. You got bladed. She, was, she ended up in a crossfire with her head cut off. <laughs> Nicole ended up in the crossblade. <laughs> in, cro- in the sling blade. Yeah. <laughs> this is the crossfire. Mm. OJ's son did it. See? Mm. Go to that one. Okay. OJ's son from a previous Could marriage it, was no, so says, obsessed with his stepmom that it led him to murder. That was that was private detective Bill Deere's suspicion. He enough that in a jealous rage after she skipped out on a dinner he organized, Jason killed her. In her in his version, OJ was only involved in helping set up the cleanup. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, he was so sure that the case he was talked about it in a documentary, published a book. Yeah. It was CTE's fault. See, this is the most plausible. Cause no, no, like seriously, if anybody blames a football player for some shit, I believe them. Cause a football player's memory. He don't know what the fuck he did two weeks ago. Mm, all the times he got hit in the head. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You're aggressive. Yeah. You don't have impulse control. You're fucking. What is this one? It was a father-son affair. They killed him together. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Right? That's the one you just said. Where it was a helped. joint enterprise. Mm-hmm. that they were discussed by the experts. See, now that can say how the how can you get two people in one? I I think we're forgetting he's OJ rushed to 2,000 yards. <laughs> was he the only person to do it twice? Or was that Eric Dickerson? Ah, oh, that was Eric Dickerson. OJ used a hired killer. That's another theory. See, I don't believe that. No. Nah. Only because of crime scene photos. Yeah. Like, I think it was too personal. Yeah. Like a hired killer would just like get it done as little mess as possible. 
probably if you're a hired killer right. you're going on this little mess because mm-hmm. you're a fucking professional there's a mystery helper what mystery is that helper. about yeah a- ac did it yeah and Aryan cult she was dating a black guy <laughs> nigger lover <laughs> i'm out i'm out on that one oh we act like that never happened <laughs> we don't act like these things don't happen mistaken identity yeah see those i i kind of tend to like if, if he is innocent i would i would probably go with this one or the one where she owed money to the drug dealer but which one do you think happened the most? Uh, you know, I, I've been in a restroom with OJ, and he didn't murder me. So, he's, <laughs> I mean, so, I've never been in a, in a room with OJ's son. So. I've never been murdered by OJ, so, I mean, sure. you tell me what I believe. You know? I'm going to go with the drug dealer theory. There you go. <laughs> yeah. OJ cool. tips too well to be a murderer. That's he has a twitter that's one of the reasons i never like really quit twitter when he joined twitter i'm like for oj oj content yeah oj's great yeah <laughs> the naked gun hmm. you know leslie who's that leslie nielsen the naked gun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah nothing close to steve martin frank no. and leslie nielsen it was just another guy with white hair. Not yeah, even I mean, close. He's funny, though. Don't get me wrong. He's funny. What's shit. your favorite Steve Martin movie? You know, it, it's it's an unpopular pick, but like the Give first and the, five. the first and the second father and the brides mm. to me, like I grew up on him, though, weirdly, like mm-hmm. it's probably like a nostalgic thing, too. There's like a family movie for us that yeah. we all enjoyed very much, you know, yeah. rolling in front of the TV, watching the shit, even when we've seen the shit so many times, you know right. what I mean? So, I guess, you know, it'd be those. Uh, those are good. I mean. Those are like my top, top at least. Isn't uh, the little guy, Martin Short, in those movies? Yep. Yeah, I love Martin Playing, Short. Uh, Frank, the wedding, the wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> full accent. You know what I'm saying? Gotta He's using full it. accent. How about, how about you? What's your favorite Steve Martin? Do you even like Steve Martin? I like Steve Martin. Um Father of the Bride, the first one, I like, definitely. I like the first one more than the second one. Uh, shit, I like Three Amigos, Bringing Down the House is dope. Bringing Down the House is underrated. I think it is an underrated one. Um, but he had them early ones, too, like the one I, with, uh, he was with, like, with the, the girl. With the girl. Oh, the jerk. Oh, no, jerk is great. The jerk, we, I was born a poor black child. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, swimming pool part uh, scene is hilarious I haven't seen Roxanne I don't know if I've seen that but Daryl Hannah so I might have to check that out I think there's an underrated movie right here Bowfinger Bowfinger I I do too yeah. I think that's honestly that was like people think that's one of Eddie Murphy's like stupid roles but like I think that was like he was oh uh, he was really great funny yeah like his awkwardness in that movie mm-hmm. was it was great yeah yeah, Eddie Murphy. I just heard him on um, WTF podcast mm-hmm. with Mark Maron. Mark Maron. I, I listened to that episode you, too. It was good, right? Yeah. It's so good to hear yeah, him and, and talk about how he's he was planning. That was the plan to come back to uh, 
you know, doing stand-up. Yeah, well, I was. I remember listening to that and how he was saying, like, after, I think he, like, he was talking about the reason he quit stand-up. And he was yeah. saying, like, I think it was after Raw came out and he was on tour and he went on stage and he didn't even say nothing. Yeah. And for just, like, eight to ten minutes, people were just clapping and applauding and, mm-hmm. like, it's like at that point it's like okay it doesn't really matter what i say at this no. point like i don't yeah. now I, I don't have to try yeah so it's like well mm-hmm. you know and i get that like that would that's the same thing that steve martin says yeah he was going to arenas and people were just like just there because he, he just became such just a huge steve star martin. Mm-hmm. yeah you're not even here to hear jokes mm-hmm yeah, so he was like, all right, I, he lost his passion for it. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, that's when you're like, all right, go to movies. Go to movies, do something else. Get that box office money. Yeah, yeah. yeah but these people are all artists at the beginning. We haven't even drank more tequila. Let's get some more tequila, bro. I mean, I've... You're like, I've been drinking, bro. Oh, yeah, a couple. <laughs> Can you hook me up right here? We, we're drinking uh, Cenote. What is it called? Cenote. Cenote Reposado. Cenote Reposado. This is a good one, man. I got this at uh, Twin Liquors. It was like uh, 45 bucks or so, something like that. Uh, but good shit. I want to... Um, I need the... One shot? Yeah. Oh, a shot. Some tequila. I'm going to start spending a little bit more money on tequila. I'm all right. No, good. Jim, cool on the tequila, Jim's right. done. Not done. I'm gonna keep drinking slowly but surely with the cerveza. Jimmy, uh, when's your next show? Uh, For the listener, Jimmy produces a, a show out here in Vegas at LA Comedy Club Midnight Show. I do, and it's, it's a fun show. I always, I've never seen it like. If you go, you'll get laid. Yeah, that's the whole. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? Like someone you've never seen it. What though? I never seen any of the shows like not be like one packed. Yeah, it's always packed, and two, it's always a great lineup. It's always a great always lineup, great, packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to do with it. You know, I was Matt gave me the opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that gave me all the confidence that I needed, basically, mm-hmm. to like do it dope. You know, a lot of people they gotta, you know, go the the route with venues of they gotta find a venue like an ulterior venue or you know a bar or different spots. For me, it always mattered to me that Matt gave me the opportunity to do it at a proper club. Not just yeah. a proper club, but like the club in yeah. Vegas. LA Comedy Club. Yeah. As far as comics go, like the mm-hmm. real comics club in Vegas is LA Comedy Club. Right. So for me, being young in the, the comedy game, like when he first gave me the show, I've only been doing comedy like a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so doing it there, that was always. Uh, that was dope. You did our show, Spiro, uh, Spiro and I, and you won that one. Oh yeah, no, no, I didn't win. Is what's so funny. You didn't? No, everybody I you did win. No, the thing was this: I did win, <laughs> and not to take anything away from nobody. Shout out to the the person that won, but I did win. It was obvious. I I thought you did win. No, I didn't. I didn't technically win it, but uh, but it was like you Who know, I had, pe- I had people there that were uh, you know, late people that were there for me that didn't have the voting cards even, mm-hmm. so not even everybody voted. But either way, it didn't matter to me. Winning didn't yeah. matter because I, I did what I wanted to do anyway. It wasn't about winning. I didn't have right. to win. You that. left the impression. So I didn't have to win that to get a spot at LA Comedy you, Club. You got your own show. Yeah, and then uh, so, but yeah, and then uh, who won it? Do you remember? Yeah, I just I don't want to like throw it out there, like oh, I said, because okay. it's not like I I don't want to like speak ill of. Okay, I got you. The winner, you. yeah, yeah, because that's my you. boy. I got but you. it was like 
everybody was there. That's why you thought I won it because I went that night and it was clear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I won. I had mm-hmm. the I had the dopest set. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that was even a big opportunity then too because I was probably five months into doing comedy then, mm-hmm. and that was your guys' second midnight spotlight. And I remember after the first, I was thinking like, okay, I'm gonna do that shit eventually. And then Spiro hit me to do the second one, and I was like, okay, that's dope. They put me on the second one. Like mm-hmm. I'm Marty out here. Uh, but yeah, so that was their uh, next shows. I guess next week I'm doing uh. I'm doing the artisan Thursday, mm-hmm. and then I'm doing uh, don't tell comedy, yeah, which will be at Ferguson's downtown. Which usually it's a secret location, but for the next like four months, I guess they went with like a residency nice. at Ferguson's outside venue, but holds a you know nice crowd. So that's next Friday, and then next Saturday, I'll be in Santa Ana for uh, the Hemperers comedy show. Shout out to Zach Miller. Uh, he used to uh, he he booked and uh, hosted the Comedy Palace for like eight years or so mm-hmm. before he passed the before he passed that role off to somebody else so he could focus more on his own thing. But his comeback around to just producing his own shows now. So they got the Hempers Comedy Show in Santa Ana that's streamed whatever I don't know yeah. countrywide or whatever it's streamed to everybody. Uh, so yeah, got a few shows next week. Yeah. Coming off a cool run, me and Byron will both be in uh, in Austin, Texas, uh, yeah, yeah, next yeah. month for like a, a few shows out there, nice. a, a different, a few different spots, and then just, Are you, just so making the rounds. I, you don't got your day job, day job. Uh, well, not since I well I got, got I was waiting on. tables before COVID, and then mm-hmm. once I got let go, uh, like you know was riding the unemployment shit (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and my wife is like you know thankfully my wife is does very well she's a she's a hairstylist very well known and well respected hairstylist up in Summerlin Mm -hmm. so we're doing good there good good uh, with the unemployment shit then when it once it runs out she basically has kind of told me like you know essentially don't worry too much about like a job just kind of (laughs) keep It, what you're doing is working right now so kind of right, keep that right. going and if in like you know if in a few years time or something yeah mothers yeah. ain't turned into some some paper then maybe we'll start you know yeah have to get back to something but in the meantime kind of just like giving me that nod to just be like yo just yeah. keep, keep doing your thing yeah. you're doing your it's thing rider yeah yeah uh, that's cool man that's cool so right now is, is the time to hustle man try and make uh yeah. Make something out of well, it right, right. now. Right. Hopefully that's why the scripts, like I said, mm-hmm. we got a few different people coming around right now that yeah. we're starting to get those out and hopefully those, you know, cuz if we could just if we can get one of those off, you know, that'll be How do you do something like that with the script where what if somebody like rips it off, you know? It's copyrighted. Oh, you copyrighted. Uh, yeah, we copyrighted. What is that? But you can never be sure like You I've, can never be sure. I mean, they can always they can always take a premise yeah. like comedy and, yeah. and rework a premise if they really want to. I mean, I hope that's not the case. And some things you end up learning the hard way, and shit, ever, so, yeah. but we'll figure ever, it out. But. Did you ever hear that story of how this lady claimed that she wrote the Matrix? Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that. She lives here in Vegas. Yeah, I've heard that. I was this close of having her on the podcast. Oh, really? And then I talked to her on the phone. Is she crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You also got to vet Probably the people. Crazy. Oh, yeah. She but well, like but I have people, heard that, though. But yeah. there's some people who can't prove it. It makes sense. It. Her like, story you, makes sense. No, and I can understand, too, how people get ripped off. That could have made her go crazy. I think Ideas. you need to, if you can provide receipts, mm-hmm. I can believe you. Like, there was a skit on SNL, mm-hmm. like, last week or two weeks ago. 
and somebody put out like a uh, things like they they ripped off our yeah our sketch yeah, but I they like that. provided like the sketch they did they had like receipts. two years prior compared it to the SNL sketch and, and the dude was like I submitted this to SNL right two years ago and like looking at it it's like they they took something. They took something from that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, if you put that in court, if I'm a jury, I'm like, yeah, y'all took that shit. You stole it. I know. So if you can provide receipts, which we got, I can provide, I can believe your story. And we have that. Like, we're documented. It's copywritten. It's copywritten. We got all the thing. And, And most of them are also, you know, they're not, it's not something that you would come up with separately without knowing our shit. Like, you would have to know the premise of our shit to come up with that yeah. so i wouldn't even believe nobody if they're like oh, it was just similar we had similar ideas it's like yeah, nah, no, bro, it our shit is it's unique enough that like i'm not i want to be buying you're not it. as good right. as us <clears throat> that's really what i'm honestly it's an arrogant thing i was like jimmy didn't want to say it but i'll fucking say it <laughs> you're not as good as us yeah, try and, to nah, and everybody thinks like i'm the arrogant one isn't that <laughs> I, I know i know <laughs> no nah, we're still novices in the game man but i feel like i, I don't want to say like his name on the on the air but this is the guy that you're talking about he provided the snl skit i, uh, saw, I saw that post yeah and then he he provided a side by side yeah he i think he took down the post since i don't know what's going on so that's why i don't want to mention it he's but probably about to get paid that's why I took probably it down. Yeah. probably that might be it they're like take all that shit down you want to make some money like, you want to make a quick like, 250 like, yes yes i do all right, right. take it down got and, you and everybody knows your name Settle now out of court yeah, 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 yeah settlement settlement boom i do shit. it i would rather fucking take a settlement t- take our idea to give us a settlement i mean, I mean i'd just, rather be a writer on snl but that shit happens too i don't much. even know if i'd want to be a writer on snl too much Dude, just for the resume i heard i heard i heard the um that dude from um I can't think of anything right now. The, the Dave Chappelle's in uh, Neil Brennan. That, no, no, close. That movie where everybody gets high. Uh, Half Jim Brewer. Hey, Jim yeah, Brewer. Jim Brewer. He was a writer on the SNL, mm-hmm. and he told a story where he almost fucking got in a fight with the head writer because it's it turns into this like high school thing mm-hmm. yeah. where popularity and you come up with your ideas and they don't use them and then they use them with like without giving you credit. Yeah. Hmm. Shit like that. So all the pressure and all the fucking mind games. Especially even probably when Jim Brewer was writing for it too, SNL was still dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the broad scheme, SNLs will always be dope, but I just mean in the broad scheme, like it mattered more then. I Mm -hmm. feel like there's like People was too, like SNL mattered then. Like Mm -hmm. that shit would put a wave in media or the wave in the, in, you know, people's everyday lives. Everybody knew what was going on. Like the SNL shit mattered nowadays. Even if it's a great episode, mm. nobody's yeah, nobody's it, really it, like unless on you're it. really like Into an SNL it. fan. Like somebody be like, "Oh, did you see the SNL?" And you probably just like, "Nah, I didn't catch." You it. know the way I see <laughs> SNL over the years is uh, it's almost like music. The SNL of your youth is always the better SNL. Yeah, than, right? good, good point. Like Will Ferrell and Jason Sudeikis, yeah. right? That was my SNL. Yeah, because there's a reason why it's still on the well, air. I had all the, I had like the SNL like best of VHSs when I was like nine, ten years old. Like they got me like the best of Adam Sandler. Yeah. SNL best of Will yeah. Ferrell SNL. So I had like these hour long VHSs. Yeah. That were like all their best wow. shit. Chris Farley and that shit. Yeah. Before I, I years before I even thought, thought I would ever become a comic yeah. or something one day. I mean, Same I always here. liked comedy I, and shit. Like I used to have the Chris Farley DVD. Uh, yeah. How old are you? 30 30 oh, okay i'm eight years older than you but um um 
Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon was great yeah. on SNL. And Jimmy Fallon was crazy, too, because I hear mm-hmm. stories about basically how, as a comic, he wasn't yeah. that hot as mm-hmm. a yeah, comic. you can see that. You can see it, I guess. But I'm saying, like, but then, like, you know, he gets over to SNL, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, there are different people that are- He's a good comedic Comedic actor. actors. Yeah, right, that's yeah. where I was going with it, mm-hmm. basically, is like, yeah. SNL is, is for a particular- like part of uh, it is that he was a guitar strengths, comic, you know, a strength set or you know, skill set is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, there are people with better skill sets for like an SNL, and like uh, a lot of people don't respect guitar comics. I didn't for a long time. Really? Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I, I had a little bit of like, man, fuck that. They use it as a cl- crutch or clutch, yeah. crutch, crunch. Crutch. Crunch. Clutch would be they would accelerate and be better <laughs> under pressure. What is it? It's a crutch. <laughs> crutch. They use it as a crutch. It's a cheat code. A cheat code. I talked about that. I, I actually said cheat code. I was talking to Tino on the podcast a while back. And now Tino does guitar. But I've seen Tino perform. Tino. Tino Sanchez. Okay. Tino, Tino Sanchez. I see him perform and the shit he does is fucking hilarious. Daniel Howard. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, so I got over it. It was just that I needed to get better. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about yeah. comedy is I realize everything is subjective. Like, just because I ain't into some shit doesn't mean millions of other people aren't right. going to be into some shit. It's yeah. all about the performance and yeah. how you draw that audience into you. And yeah. if you can do that yeah. consistently and doing well. I didn't even really know guitar comics were a thing. And that's how I moved to Vegas. Yeah. And, or, I mean, I started doing it and I guess... I guess yeah, Daniel Howard be the first person I saw, and then mm. I did a I did the feature week at Jimmy Kimmel's club for uh, Nick Thune, mm. who he's probably got to be like the top guitar comic in the game, yeah, right now, yeah, uh, and he was fucking dope, you know what I mean? So like, oh yeah, he's great. I never really had nothing. You got piano like people, <laughs> um, people that know that I play music after seeing me bomb. They'll say, man, maybe you should. Maybe do. you should bring the guitar on stage. <laughs> yeah. You should bring the piano, man. Bring the guitar. You know, like, <laughs> like, bring the piano. Yeah. See, that would be like if you brought a keyboard out. Like that would be a different wave. That'd be dope. Because I feel like Can you, you do don't keyboard? see that. Mm-hmm. That's my main instrument. But you do keyboard. Mm-hmm. I would maybe fuck with you, that. I would. I would. I would highly. I would highly. I want to fuck look around into the possibility of figuring out how to Seriously. do. Seriously, I want to do something similar to that, but I've purposely. Well, fuck it, hey. Stepped away from it. But what it. is growth, though? Hey, you get out your comfort zone. You gotta be zone. uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Right, right. And well, but I've thought of incorporating the keyboard in a different way, like in a show. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think you guys seen it when uh, when I was doing a Butch Bradley. We did like four or five shows. Mm-hmm. He was hosting the whole show, bringing out the comics one by one, and I was on the side. Doing keyboard, yeah, like his. Uh, I like that, but I think that's even. Kick. But I even think that's but almost that could, like the first like evolution of you yeah. being okay with bringing the Going keyboard on out stage. live. Yeah, but like I feel like if you were to, you know, it, I'm not saying it wouldn't take some work to yeah. like to figure out For what you sure. wanted to do with it, but like you might as I think you could try and, and not even not even copying Craig Robinson, but like doing mm-hmm. your own flavor. Yeah, of course, of yeah. that. But I mean, but yeah, but, but like, I think that could. There's mad guitar comics. Mm. Not many people can, for one, the talent to play the keys, right, and to do that. No, I think with that would, the jokes, I, I think that would engage think, the audience in a whole different way. I think that would be dope for you. I really do. But I would say try it. You know, but I've yeah. always wanted my stand up to be to be able to stand on its own. That's the that's you the want. Thing. 
see that's the thing with like comics it's like that's i feel like that's the reason why you probably didn't like guitar comics because like comics are all about the purity of comedy right doing this when like at the end of the day yeah and i'm so over that make motherfuckers laugh and entertain people and like Mm. Like people are so caught up with being a comics comic. I like what you're shit saying like though. that. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, be yeah. be what you're good at. You know what I mean? And mm. what people fuck with. If you can find those two things and that balance, you're probably gonna be all right. Yeah, find a balance. You know, I like what you're saying though, Jimmy, like growth, you know, evolution, just growth, incorporating. Maybe I'll incorporate my fucking keyboard right here next to me on the podcast. Fuck around with it. And then eventually on stage, we'll we'll figure that encourages me. Thank you, yeah. man. Yeah, we'll fuck we'll Straight fuck up. around with Straight that. Up. I think it would be a good look. I, I do. I think it would be. I would like to see a Freddie Correa set with uh with the keyboard. Uh, I want to see a live Cuban band. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to see Freddie Correa on stage with a keyboard and see what that looks like. I think that would be dope. You know? Hell I do. yeah. I could picture like a whole like that. I don't know. It just sounds like a. I feel like there could be like a renaissance in entertainment. You know what I mean? Like the old Vegas where you had like. Right. Fucking motherfuckers that can entertain you in multiple ways and do that. Well, that's what I think would be cool about it for you, too, is like that's just impressive on, you know, more than one level now because you're you're on stage doing comedy, making people laugh. And, oh, you play keys, too. Like it just ups your value to a sense of being like, well, I was multi-talented. Like this. If I could, if I could do like a set and then bust out the keyboard. Yeah. However you, however you figure out doing it, whether you go on stage with the keyboard yeah. first and go. as your intro, and then you go as your intro, just tickling. Yeah. And then you just playing it, and people are like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then you're just like, "I worked as a cable guy." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like. I work for Cox. <laughs> Say it with me now, guys. Like, Say it with me now, guys. Cox. <laughs> yeah, I said that right. I work for Cox. You know what I mean? Just whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I can, I can see it. People love music. I'm just saying, I can see it. And now it's R&B show. But, and then, but at the end of the day, also, too, like, you know, my partner can say that. And then at the end of the day, it's always going to be on you, whether yeah. or not you want to do that or not. But Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I just think, I but think, I mean. I like the idea. I, I like the it's idea great. of it already. I like see, it. I like see, it. See. 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 This was a little writing session right here. Fuck yeah. This is a cool one, man. Um, shit, we almost, we're about to hit two hours. Are we? Yeah. I told you, it goes by quick. It goes by quick. Bro. What do we even talk about? Everything. We were talking Everything about OJ. And nothing. We talked about the Israelites. Well, yeah, we did. Um, I wanted to show you guys this. Did, did you guys uh, hear about Darnell Rollins this one, uh, walking off stage? Uh-uh. Is this when David Lucas roasted him? No. This is like the part two without David Lucas. Shout so, out to David Lucas. So he walked off stage twice? Well, he didn't walk off stage with David Lucas. Oh. He he kind of handled David Lucas. He oh, tried. He, he tried. Not from what I heard. No. Have you seen it? I saw the clip. And this is how I, this is why I say like kind of. I mean, Rollins kind of like, kind of backed away and didn't really engage in the whole roast. I well, would say David Lucas got David the Lucas better would, of him. Would, would get him. But here's the problem with Darnell. 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 It's, Darnell. it's like black people putting a B in Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> Kimball. Here's the thing Jimmy with Darnell. Kimble. Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> See, now you caught me mispronouncing things. Darnell. Uh, this is Darnell. Darnell. Damn, he sounds like a black guy. 
<laughs> is, it, uh, is that not his name? Is that, Rawlings. It's, it's his last name starts with a Mr. R. Rawlings. Mr. Rawlings. Darnell Rawlings. Um, he just yells. He tries to talk over you. So Dave Lucas was getting him, but then he just starts yelling over him. Uh, Which is also part of the skill. So this is, this is part two of him getting roasted. But it's by this other guy. I'm going to say that's Lorenzo Dwayne Jackson. Yeah. I'm a- <laughs> Lorenzo Dwayne. I'm a so you never saw the Dave Lucas one? I heard the Davis Lucas clip. I didn't see it, but I heard the clip. Did you ever hear about uh, Donnell on Rogan with RZA? Uh, I don't think people I watched. Were, I watched the one where Donnell so, was on there with Chappelle. People were so angry at Don, Don, Donnell, Donnell uh, because he kept interrupting uh, RZA. He interrupts a lot. He's known for interrupting. So people are angry at him because like they he likes to hear himself talk. Right, I don't know. Right. Some people like to hear themselves talk. I don't I don't dismiss those people, but there's also like, yeah, I don't know, man. You gotta understand, like when you're talking to have well, some self awareness, I guess. Some people don't have the self awareness. Well, this guy's a beast, man. Don Donnell, I, I don't know if you ever seen him perform live. He I've destroys. Seen, I haven't seen him live. I've seen but him part on, of it, like things. Part of it is that, yeah, he does like to hear himself. Uh. <laughs> nah. I like, uh, I, I listen to a lot of, uh, I listen to like one or two Charlemagne and God podcasts. Oh, yeah. And he always fucks with Donnell Rollins. <laughs> I need to show you this. Rest in peace, Black Rob. Did he pass away? He passed. Did you just find out? Mm-hmm. Oh, just now? I thought he was out of the hospital. Well, I just, yeah. He, 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 he killed himself? No, no, no. He, he, kidney failure. Oh shit! I heard like Diddy was trying to put something together for him uh, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, if you wouldn't have fucked him on his contract. Of town, she was whoa. Mm. Had me fucked up in the head. I mean, whoa. So you guys didn't hear about this one though. You won. No. Like, All right, let me play it for you. It's it's kind of long, so I'm gonna skip over it. But this guy, he's a truck driver. The the guy on the on the show he right here. Him? I mean, he he wasn't doing it on purpose, but but Donnell started like. Poking at him, so he poked back. Between two guy dude bros, probably between the ages of 14 and 16. Here's a conversation I overheard. So this is set right here. So let me just Great internal clock on this guy. Love it. Welcome, Alomine. When's the last time we saw you? Was it in Iowa or at the comedy store? Yeah, it was, it was in Des Moines. I didn't make it to the comedy store. That's and shit, right. You know, the COVID happened. I had plans on being out there, though. I love it, but you made it all the way here to Austin. Do yeah, you uh, yeah. fly? Fly, yeah, yeah. Why you ask the black man if he fly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Could have taken what an underground uh, hey, railroad or that something was like that. Donnell didn't hear that one. I got away with that one. <laughs> He's banging, <laughs> banging the mic like Chappelle. I, hate that. I love it, Alomine. So uh, I love it. When did you get in? I love I got it, Alomine. Today, actually, I had it fucking shit fucked up on my plane and really yeah. spirit. You know it. It's just because they no, fuck up. No, it's not because no. he's black. No, no, you're not gonna do that, spirit. No, you're not gonna do that. Thank you, You're not gonna do that, son. I could have asked if he flew jet black. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> the drummer. That's funny. It was American. American. Oh, ah. Okay. Americans break down every once in a while. This is where it goes south. I think. Right? <laughs> a, light, a light bulb. You know light they do. Bulb. You're being mean, right? Now. I do, I am not. All right, I am not. We okay. know American Airlines well. You travel just as much as I do. You know, sure. absolutely. Sure. So, Al, what happened to your plane? Do you know? Oh, it was a light bulb. A light bulb? Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
A light bulb. It took him an hour and a half to get it fixed. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I just want to see how you answer. <laughs> <laughs> a light bulb. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> Don, just you <laughs> You're just watching me? No, I just want to see. I see your eyes working like, oh, I got this nigga now. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, Al. So welcome. What have you been up to in Iowa? Remind, what, you, what do you do for work again? I drive. It's pulled up. Trucking company, so they got lawyers, so they don't fuck with them. Okay. Is they wrong pull with us you? over because they assume we don't got lawyers. Right. You know what it is. That's right. I don't know if you got tested, nigga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm with them, but I'm just saying. I don't even know. Oh, so you see that? So Donnell went for the fist and then faked it. Which was whack. So then this dude right here is like, that's one right there. That's one. One. Oh, you're counting. You're counting. Okay. What? You counting too? Yeah. Nigga, I'm on your team, nigga. I know, man. I love you, but I hate you because I'm a Wu-Tang fan, so. Oh, I, just, I was over there waiting. Famously, I, was like, I was like, if famously, he comes at me, I'm going to be kind of ready. Yo, get this fat, crispy, cream Let's donut. Let's go. Nigga, the fuck Let's out go. Get the fuck out of here with them corny-ass jokes. Go back to Iowa, nigga. Did you, you have uh, no career. You travel for a minute, look. nigga. He's tur- he has his back turned on him. You travel a whole minute. You know who I blame? Yo, how you going to do this to me, A minute. A minute why, is why the same distance. How you gonna turn on I'm me? I'm not turning on you. I was you just saying like I had one more. Fuck you, nigga. That's twice. That's twice you did the whole thing. You're like a hundred truck driver. Somebody right? call the police. <laughs> call the police, someone. I can't it's believe all, it's this. getting scared. motherfucker it's all right love. now. It's all love. White people, they, y'all, do, love. y'all do get scared when black Yo, people start yelling. Yo, you already had a chance to tell them jokes. Nigga, it's over. Korea's dead. What is this? It's over for you. What is this? Your guys' Thanksgiving dinner or something? What's happening? This motherfucker got mom and dad G's on the same fucking stage. If you don't get the fuck out of here, where'd you get those Jordans before or after Chappelle gave you that chain? <laughs> I will say this. Yes, I'm here for it, my nigga. Yeah, I'm here this for is a golden it. Like, winner. That's what it you will never, no reason why you won't never get this change, because I'm rich, bitch. I know it. I know it. That shit was jamming. I can't believe you. This and, was so and, fucked up. And, oh, and I showed you listen, love. Listen, because you, I said nope, one, nope, and then he nope. instigated it. Blame him, black not on me. Black on black crime. Black on black oh my crime. God. This is look my, at the white people looking at us. This is my know, least I, favorite Tyler Perry production at, of all time. Everyone just breathe. Look at the white people looking like, see? All right, we're good for that motherfucker. So it just goes on, just them yelling at each other, and, and then next thing you know, um, it gets like kind of serious. Just gets kind of a little like awkward, because then uh, he brings up the the fact that he was interrupting uh, Riza on the Rogan episode, and then he goes into the story of why he was interrupting. But it just turns weird, bro. It's look at that. It's like let's see. Oh, I like the way he came at him anyway. He ain't got no career. It was, he's a aspiring stand-up on Kill Tony. Right. Right. You should be encouraging. You throw that at anybody. And you hit him with the pound pullback. Right, right. Because of the RZA shit. By the way, if you guys, that's why I got my hand on the volume. Interject whenever you want, huh? You know? Right. With the RZA. So, I've never seen it, so I'm just watching yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Trying, yeah. to, trying to take it in. I could pause it. You guys let me know. You know what? I will put it on this platform. That day, I had fucking been on the road for two weeks hadn't seen my son in fucking two weeks i was supposed to do joe rogan's podcast Typical. i came in it nigga, <laughs> let me tell you. sorry i had to because it's a comedy show i'll tell you the story i just not comedy this is what really happened I know. so i did joe rogan podcast <laughs> <laughs> yo 
Give me tell you something. That's Red Band play playing it, play the, it. Play it. I can Hulk. work with anything. Play the sad music. That's the Hulk, right? Hold on. Let Donnell tell the story, everybody. Is that is that the Hulk? Play it. Play it louder. This was a day where I had been on the road for three weeks, hadn't seen my son. Two weeks. In two years. In, in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> it was like he heard me. Yeah, he well, heard you. Okay, two weeks. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> you already switching up the details. I don't believe you. <laughs> yes, I'll do your Need more people. <laughs> he definitely needs more people. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I did Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> do my podcast. For two hours, I did his podcast. Two hours? Can't shut up for shit. And Joe Rogan said, <laughs> that's my podcast. You're ahead of yourself. Shut the fuck up. Damn. So, after my podcast... Joe said, would you like to stay? It looks so gross when a famous person tries to. I said, Joe. Like step on someone. Uh, yeah. But down on a person shit. who's not I even. Said, Joe, just starting off. I like, yeah. I could see if this dude was like. And I'm going to see my son. A headliner. Like maybe he got a Comedy Central special. Right, right, right. He's not quite where you're at, but he's got like his Comedy Central mm-hmm. special. Like this dude is trying to get his career kickstarted. Right. You going to shit on him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just make it. Like imagine if you went into an audition and Leonardo DiCaprio was just like. <laughs> you ain't got no yeah. career. That Your was career. the worst shit I've ever seen. Uh, yo, just fucking quit, bro. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. You call that emotion? You can't emote. This guy's trying to do to him what that basketball player did to you. Pretty much. Pretty much right there. You to know, a just degree. Yeah, yeah. Just like to a degree. <laughs> I mean, like trying to bully. Pretty much trying to bully, you know. You could do all the sound effects, but it's still a true story. That was me. I want the sound effect. You could do all the jokes, nigga. I'm a real nigga. I'm gonna explain this. And I said, nah, fuck that. I'm going home to see my son. I was like, I'm going to see my son. He said, You sure? going to see my son so i'm leaving out to joe's studio which is like one of the best studios you've ever seen in your life joe has got his dick sucked in a hyperponic chamber <laughs> with elk meat on his nuts at the same time and i wanted to stay for the elk meat fantasy but i love my son more so as i'm leaving joe rosen's studio and I'm not standing for Rizzo. Joe DeRozan. Gets out his car and he says, What's up, Ashy Larry, you funny motherfucker? Stop it. I imagine a Rizzo pulls up in a rickshaw for some reason. I don't know. See, this is why you're a hater, nigga. The reason why you're a hater, because I got this audience captivated, which you don't know how to do. They're afraid of you. They're not afraid of me. I'm a little motherfucker. You're, you're not going to win. Because the audience acts, they want to hear the real story. I'm telling it. And you're trying to sabotage it. Don't nobody give a fuck. That would be like me trying to block you yeah. at a buffet. It wouldn't work. <laughs> jokes, jokes are easy. Jokes are easy with me. It's a real story. And I said, and Rizzo said, what's up, Ashley Larry, you funny motherfucker? I said, fuck my son. Wu-Tang forever. And I went in there, and I smoked some motherfucking weed, and the weed got me fucked up, and I was talking a lot. (laughs) A whole lot. That's what niggas do. And what you don't understand, where the fat nigga go? (laughs) You don't, listen, you don't understand real niggas. Everybody like, you was talking too much. I was like this, I came up in comedy in barbershops. I came in places where 
The only motherfucker to get to talk is the loudest motherfucker. The motherfucker that won't shut the fuck up. In a black barbershop, a stuttering nigga never is heard. <laughs> That's why I came up too. Wait for black that. Barbershop. Black barbershop. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a gimmick. I'm not a gimmick. And this is the point I'm going to make with you. I'm not a gimmick. People are You're laughing at him. You will win because fat you're fat. You look hard. <laughs> Whenever I'm, I see someone who's angry and they're fat like that, I'm like, maybe you need to go on a diet. You won't be so fucking angry. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Joe Rogan, Thank everybody. You, Joe. Sorry, Don. Now keep I going. I appreciate that, Joe. No, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, I, I think that, that's called production. Th- this is the, this is when he's kind of when he saw that the audience was kind of like laughing at him. Yeah. He started realizing, oh, I, I lost the audience. Yeah. And he's too drunk to realize. <laughs> just well, like, as long as you can, hopefully, you can recognize helps. it at some point. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> he's starting to notice that. Oh shit, this is not going my way. Not a produced motherfucker. And whenever whoever that watched the Joe Rogan podcast and say he's an interrupter. Suck my dick. <laughs> I loved it, man. I was just joking. I don't want to talk to you, nigga. You can't even. You, yo, if it wasn't for the stage, you would never even be able to talk to me. Jesus. I know, of course. And I'm telling you, way. it's too late. Oh. You on that David Lucas shit? You on that David Lucas shit? No, I wasn't trying to be. That's the thing. Yo, you did. That. It didn't work. It's backfiring, fat boy. They're laughing. Bro, this guy—he seems like a nice guy over here, man. He's folding. He, He's yeah. folding. He's exposing. He shouldn't yeah. have folded. Yeah. Exposing his his own angry inner problems, yeah. Loki, by coming. It's so, insecurity coming so offensively. It's insecurity. It's like, like you're not being funny, calling him fat. Mm-mm. You're just now you're punching you're down. Just, you're just yeah, being mean. You, yeah, you're being mean. You're going for the low hanging fruit. I don't, I don't fuck with that. No. No, I wasn't trying to be. That's the thing. Yo, you did. It didn't work. It's backfiring, fat boy. They're laughing though. Uh-huh. All right, no, 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 no. You know what What they say? Someone echoed and said, "Say I'm rich, bitch, again." <laughs> That's all That's we want from got. you. Uh, no, we don't want to hear this story. All right, no, 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 no. You know what he just said. You know what he just said. And the difference between me and him, what he just said, they're laughing. There's a difference between a nigga laughing at you. And laughing with you, right, and you're right. satisfied with a nigga laughing at you. Yep. So never lose weight; they'll laugh okay. at you forever. Okay. Point I'm trying to make. This trip point I'm trying to make. Whew. You. <laughs> you make no sense to me. This part I'm trying to make. And it's, I don't even know how I'm gonna get back into being funny again because niggas hit bloop bloop bloops and all that type of shit on me. I probably just ruined my comedy career. The reason why I know I'm a I real motherfucker. I'm sorry. Because I'm here tonight for a real motherfucker. Ow! He tried to, I know what he wanted to do. Oh, yeah. If I fucking roast Donnell. No, I, man. I, I, no, 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 no. It's too late. It's too late. Jesus. He, I'm about to leave right now because. No, you're not. Come no, on, no. Donnell. No, I'm going to leave. You made fun of his jeans. I did. <laughs> you wouldn't make fun of them jeans. I gave you two. That was funny. I said two and jeans. I did. Who wouldn't make fun of them jeans? I gave you two. I said two, and then he was like, "No, that's what I'm just. What I'm saying is like, I just here to have. We're gonna go back. I know you are. We're gonna go back. We're gonna critique. We're gonna go back. We're gonna critique the show, and we're gonna do this shit. But I'm here tonight for a real motherfucker, and I'll just keep it like that, and I'll go back to being funny over here. Ladies and gentlemen, Donnell Rawlings. I love it. I love it. I love it when it goes off the rails. Me too. 
That's what makes this show fun. Watch this. Who cares what people in the YouTube comments say? They don't get to make decisions. I wonder if they'll have one when we're in Austin. Hey, Allo, uh, if you're in town Thursday, I'd like to invite you to Vulcan to open up the show. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Guys. That's how we ended that off. So, yeah, hey, you're about to open up the show at Vulcan. <laughs> it's like one of the biggest stages in Austin right and now. And also, so fuck whatever he was talking yeah. about. You want to open? We'll yeah. fuck with you. We'll give we it to you. Yeah, you. we fuck with you. Hey, Red Band. Uh, he's like, <laughs> Red Band's like, yeah, you just took him down, man. You just earned yourself a job. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, you saw that's a real golden ticket winner, one of only seven in the world. And then right here, Donnell leans over, says something to Tony, and then next thing you know, he's gone. He just walks off. Make some noise for this guy. People are afraid to make noise tonight. He's looking down on his phone. You're gonna get the coronavirus. You already got it. On his own microphone. No point in being quiet now. Oh no, that guy's cl- cleaning. Caroline. Look at Don Nelly soon. He's like, I'm out. Time's never been so good. It's pretty much like a meltdown hey, on stage. Hey, hey. Your next comedian goes by the name of Noe Lopez. Noe you guys ever have a Lopez. meltdown? You ever no. had that yet? I don't think I'm famous enough to have a meltdown. <laughs> nah, just like, you don't have to be famous. Just like a fucking a horrible set where you just like, it goes off the rails. You have that yet? Nah. No. Mm. I'm waiting for it, though. I usually stay. I usually know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Stay you, the course. You never walked off stage? Nah. No. Mm. You? Once. <laughs> what happened? It was just embarrassing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That's why you walked off stage. <laughs> I was probably intoxicated. Oh, look, there he goes. There he goes. It was just a guy, a heckler. He was heckling everybody, and then I was like, "I know that guy, not on that guy." I was like, "Man, fuck this! I'm doing a guest spot. This is a free show. I don't have to put up with this." And Star Wars had just came out. I think it was one of the last <laughs> ones where Luke dies or this something was like recently. that. Recently, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> and and I wanted to leave to go watch Star Wars, and I was like, "Fuck this!" And I, but yeah, it was just it was foolish. Um, so I have one. I had one real bad set at uh at the hilarious seven uh you know hilder show mm-hmm. i did that show a bunch of times always went great but i had one real bad one yeah and uh john gilligan was guest hosting and when i came off he went up and said well geez okay he said just because you get 10 minutes doesn't mean you have to do all of them <laughs> and, and i was like and i was i heard that and i was just like you got me well played. You yeah, that's a good one. Now, that's a good one. Oh, it was a great one. That's why I told the story because yeah, I knew that good. that was whenever I hit that part, that's always a good thing. Yeah, but yeah, good. so that was probably the worst set I've ever had. Yeah. But yeah, that was I got. Yeah, he hit me with that when I got off, and I just heard it, and they laughed at that, and I was just like, "Fuck!" And then and then AK went up after me and was like, "Okay, so I so y'all motherfuckers don't want to have to think for these jokes." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of like I felt like big up to me a little bit when she went right. up. Like, yeah. First thing she said was like, "Okay, so, so, I, so I, I understand. Like, I get it right now. Like, y- y'all don't want to have to think about mm. about yeah. about the jokes tonight." And I was kind of like, "Well, thanks for that at least, because it wasn't yeah. like I do. I was doing my regular shit that always worked. That and then usually kills. She they went out there like uh, they just wasn't with it at all. And it was see, like that's the shit about comedy that I say like no other art form can fuck with. Like, I can play the same song twenty times and that's just gonna work twenty times. If you're a musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna work twenty times. Well, yeah, no, I, and it's so like a joke is gonna be like. Well, above that, it's just it's com- fifteen out of twenty. I'm saying comedy, it's just humbling. You know what I mean? It's it like is. you know, back like two weeks ago, I had three shows in one night out here, 
and we started off in some alley show yeah uh which was sold out like 40 50 people and i went up and i murdered for like 18 minutes and then i went over to do mike favorman's show mm -hmm. at notoriety which was a weird weirdly seated spread out high ceilings you know not a big crowd room and then i went up there where an hour earlier i just murdered and mm -hmm. i go there and i kind of like you know kind of ate shit slightly like it wasn't like it wasn't terrible mm -hmm. but it just was like this ain't what it's supposed to be right and you know you're done with that one and it's just like you know it's humbling because like i just mm. fucking killed like an hour ago right yeah. and i go there and i eat shit and then i went to the stratosphere for trix's birthday show mm -hmm. and murdered hardcore for my set there and it's mm -hmm. just like yeah it's really every, it happens each audience is just a new yeah it's, it's just a, a new battle new, it's a new battle every time so it's, it's just it's more so i think it's just comedy is just a humbling thing because you know no matter whenever you're up like you know you're up but like at any point you could be up and just you know these then, jokes and, work yeah but i'm saying you could be and then up, you show up at this the, place yeah. and, and then the next time and then the next show you could be yeah. so up and the next show it doesn't go the way you expect you it humbled, to go and you're yeah. just humbled it's like fuck like it's just always you never know which makes every set scary to yeah. a degree too because you're just like I know in my head I should kill right now, but like I are, I've been shown enough times to know that like you mm. never know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just like when you get those audiences where the crowd is even laughing, they're so happy and so like they're just ready to laugh. They start laughing at setups. Yeah. You get those crowds and, yeah. and then sometimes you get like this, these crowds that like they got together and they all like were in a meeting yeah like hey don't give them shit yeah don't laugh yeah, we got don't we laugh take care of them at this time. hey everybody hey i'm pissed <laughs> anybody else in here pissed I'm like well i'm pissed too like yeah. all yeah. right just make sure we're on the same page all right this just making sure we all we all pissed right now <laughs> we don't like this guy right we don't like him. if you're not chris rock mm -hmm. coming up on this bitch right now you ain't about to impress yeah. me i mean it, and thankfully it never goes even when it goes bad my bad i feel like is its own bad you know, because everybody got expectations. So even when it's bad, it's never that bad either. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like I had my last cricket bombs a while ago. Because once I had those, that's how you got better. That's how you learn. Like, right. I'm never going to get crickets again. Yeah. Like I said, like that John Gilligan one. Yeah. It's like, that was probably the last time I had. You never want to have that feeling That was the last again, time so. I had a set that mm -hmm. was so yeah. bad that it was just like. Yeah. And then even when I listened to that one back on the audio months later for the first time, like I'm going to finally listen to it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, it wasn't quite as bad as yeah. I remembered it being in the moment. You waited months? Yeah, for that one. For that one? For okay. that one, yeah. I waited probably, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, two or three months. That's good. You, you record your sets. That's I record awesome. all my sets, yeah. That's for a great. long time, I used to film like every set even. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then I kind of, you just start getting a lot of sets and I had to get my homie to film shit. So I'm trying to get my own camera now, but uh, do you do it because you do some, uh, you want to see like some physical stuff they do reaction, uh, facial no, I expressions. Think, I think filming them in the beginning was more so just for like my own, like ego in my head to watch it back and just be like, damn, I'm really up there doing that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I post some clips here and there, but mm -hmm. like, uh, but that's partly why I stopped filming as many of them too. Like I like to, I like to record them in case something happens that yeah, I want to, yeah. you know, you, you might know. get something. Well, and then like you know when you're really rolling, you start hitting tags that weren't even there before, mm -hmm. just because you're in the moment, so you hit those tags. So those are good, yeah, to remember too. And then just you know, even just I like to just go back through and listen to see what happened at you know certain certain parts or whatever. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I film most of them. Yeah, I record that's most good. of them. So well, it's good. Like you said, there's some stuff that come up, come up and. You want to kind of right. like, 
Yeah, man. Well, this has been fun, man. You guys, uh, thank you so much for coming coming through. Yeah, it was dope. It was fun, man. Just chilling. Um, it, it just flew by, man. Didn't feel like two, didn't it? Yeah. What are I we at now? Two thirty. Feels, feels quick. We're at four hours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What time is it? No, frick out of here. I was nah, like, nah, wait, nah. it's six though. No, no, no. But it's six. We probably two and a half. Two plus. Two ten. Nah. Hey, uh, what are you guys doing tonight? You got any shows? No, uh, not nah, no. I think we might head up. We're going to show love to Jocelyn Sharp for the Filth Factory. At yeah. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Rachel Wolfson, Rachel Matt Edgar, Stoner Rob, Sarah Buckley, uh, and another female comic. I can't recall her name off the top. But Filth Factory is always dope at the L.A. Comedy Club. Jocelyn Sharp, see. the queen. Shout out to Jaws. Shout out to Jaws. We love you. I love Jaws. I just saw her yesterday. We love you forever. Sorry to do a lot of new material. Everything you do is amazing. <laughs> you said Sarah Buckley? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Not the oh, Sarah, yeah. Sarah Ramos. Not Sarah Ramos. Ramos. That's my girl. Yeah, oh, he dude. He calls her Sarah Ramos. I like that, man. That's represent, man. Represent. Got to, bro. Like Ramos Buckley. <laughs> Can't yeah, forget the Sarah. Ramos bitch. Ramos. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my girl too. We we supposed to. I'm supposed to be co-hosting a cooking show with her. Yeah. Oh, so she's on tonight, midnight, huh? Yep. So I never met her face to face. Just. She's tight. She's tight. And she's, 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 yeah, she's, cool. she's a super young comic. She's only done like seven or eight shows. Yeah. She has but a really she's a, but she's a natural, strong presence on She has a strong presence yeah. and like she on has a fan media. base already mm-hmm. anyway. So, oh, yeah. Which that helps when you're doing and she's shows young. Too. This show's going to be popping tonight because you got her. She has the following. You got Stoner Rob. Yeah. Wilson and, and Matt Wilson has Matt. the following. And yeah. Matt Edgar. I love Matt Edgar and Wilson, man. They're love, a couple, I right? I love both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, so cool. I love both of them. I'm. Yeah. I'm excited to see both of them. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun show. Ooh. Look at the boy. Motherfucker glowing. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Just look at him. Look at that. You see All how the, I got the mic and the beer in one one. Every pitch? comic has a has a mic profile picture. I need to change mine into uh but 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 look at mine. I got the beer. Oh, you're holding you're holding a beer on your profile yeah. and a mic. Beer That's how comfortable mic. he is. It looks yeah. like it's part. It's like an extension of the mic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you ain't, that ain't your typical. You know what I mean? Oh, you're wearing the same hat. Lakers. Look, y'all motherfuckers ain't got 42 likes on your profile pic. Hell no. I think I do. I I'm barely got like I'm twelve. Joking, I'm joking. You know my face. <laughs> my Facebook's not a good. My Facebook doesn't reflect the love I get. You got to go to my Instagram. You got the Instagram. My Instagram's popping. Got my IG so. love. All right, yeah, let's tell listeners where where could uh, where do you want them to follow you? You want them to add you hey, on on Facebook hey, or hey, any of the listeners that are still here two hours and ten minutes later, you can follow me at Jimmy McMurrin. J I M M Y M C M U R R I N. Let's see. That's my shat. Look at that. First one that pops up. Mm-hmm. Look at the boy. Oh, look at this one right here, bro. Look Damn. at him. Look at that. Star. That was that was Superstar. I featured, right that's when I look fe- at the hair. I featured in a. Looks I, thick. I featured at House of Comedy last week for four shows, or six shows, four days. Oh, nice. In, in Phoenix. That was dope. Who'd you do the show with? Uh, Drew Dunn was the headliner. Nice. He was recording his album. Uh, yeah, man. Damn. That's cool, man. I'm a boss. So this is your uh, Instagram right here, Jimmy McMurrin. And you can follow him on 
on there. I'm going to plug this up front too, guys. So cool. So that way you get all your plugs up in the intro. I'm doing intro. Cool, cool. And Byron? Uh, Byron, Byron, Charles Austin. Byron Charles Austin. Cool. Blech. Blech. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, anything else you want to plug? Are you guys good? Nah, man. Just <laughs> Thank you guys so much for doing the show, for taking the time. This was fun. This is the first uh, time me using this room as uh, the podcast studio. So oh, you guys popped the cherry. Christening. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's good these mojo. These are the two, guests, two best guests you could have. Yeah. And I'm saying it's, I'm, just, I'm happy. it's good mojo going forward, too. Like, I'm just yeah. saying. Just yeah. wait, wait 10 years when. You touched it. Yeah. When this is going to be a legendary episode. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. We are out. Ow. <laughs>